K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. By J. Michael Fashion for everyone. Happy Friday, Sandy. Hey, Blake and Aaron. Good morning. Happy Friday. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. All right, so let's get straight into it. Um, We have some, uh, at least one fugitive on the run that the police are willing to admit that they are looking for. We actually said this on Monday on our show. So yesterday they sent out a press release saying that they're looking for a guy, um, but he's long gone. (laughs) They say they're looking for uh, this gentleman by the name of Don. Let me tell you what his street name is. One second here. Um, Let me get his proper name. One Don. I was going to say one. one, Yeah, one Don, but that's his street name. Christopher Dudkin. That's right. (laughs) The authorities are saying that they are looking for him. And um, he's wanted in relation to remember that AK forty seven story. Oh, wonderful! Yes. Did they get mm-hmm. the? They do have that gun though, right? Like yeah, but it. they don't have him and his accomplices. Okay, he doesn't have it. <sighs> yeah, but does he have access to more? Probably, but you know. <laughs> so um, apparently, he's left the jurisdiction, is what our sources have said. Mm. So they're about four days late on this one, at least more than four days, but. Um, right. So, um, if you, if you can assist them in any way, by all means, um, reach out. Butterfield Bank has announced that they are actually going to be cutting some jobs. So this is an unfortunate situation. I'm sure nobody really wants to hear this. Um, 22 jobs right here in the Cayman Islands will be cut. Why? Well, they said that, you know, they're cutting worldwide, uh, by 9%. Um, and so currently, they employ 244 persons in the Cayman Islands, 413 in Bermuda, and over 1,300 globally. And so after their, um, according to their 2022 annual report, <clears throat> my apologies, about 37 jobs will be lost in Bermuda and another 22 in the Cayman Islands. Oh, man. Are they are they, are they running out of money? Because like they're I, a bank. I don't know. Like just I don't go, know. To vault, I guess, go to the vault I guess. and pay your people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? People will deposit more money. Sure. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. In, in other banking, <laughs> yeah, in other banking yeah. news, um, they're also the same bank, Butterfield Bank, is also updating their system this weekend. So if you bank with them, you should know that you're not going to have any online access for the weekend starting at 3 30 p.m. today. Well, I mean, are uh, they replacing the people with technology is with ai <laughs> yeah, I, yeah maybe it's a it's a good question but that's not what they've said they said they've updated it to try to make changes that are better for the consumer mm. um Alrighty. there's a teen by the name of yasmin ebanks she's missing the rcips is um you know seeking anyone's assistance who might know young yasmin she's only 15 years old and she was reported missing just before 6 a.m on monday Wow. And they just informed the public yesterday. There you go. Mm. So anywho, um, they're reminding the public that it is an offense to harbor or conceal a young person. Um, you can be convicted and fined up to $2,000 and face three months imprisonment. So probably not a good idea <laughs> to harbor any young folks. No. But if you know where young Yasmin is or young Yasmin, if you happen to be listening to the radio this morning, ah, contact the police. Turn yourself in. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yesterday um, in the morning, the um, premier issued a statement. There was a rumor floating around um, being propagated by certain bloggers that the government was trying to um, swap land for the Indigo Hotel with the DART organization. 
and they were going to give away beach land. And of course, that got all people up and a lot of people up in arms. And the government has indicated that that's absolutely not true. No truth to it whatsoever. And they've asked people to cease these ridiculous rumors. All right. That's good. All right. You know, um, is. Yeah. One rumor goes and everyone leaves it. And then yeah, it just gets the truth. Comes yeah. In. All right. Let's end on a, a decent on note. Um, unemployment drops um, lowest ever unemployment rate in the Cayman Islands. Um, so the labor force has increased, but unemployment uh, for Caymanians has actually decreased as well. So that's a good thing. Yep. Have a fabulous weekend. You Have too. a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Sounds good. All right. Of course, you can catch the Sandy show on Bobo 89.1 FM. All right. Good morning, everyone. How are you guys doing? Bigger, bigger, better, better, older, older. The cold, hard truth is taking talk to the next level. Right here on Bobo 89.1 FM, Cayman's Community Radio. We are still spilling the tea. And committed to being part of the change that Cayman so desperately needs. Join Sandy Hill weekdays from 7.30 a.m. for Premier Access, Cayman Voices, Truthful Thursdays, and much more. Cayman's number one talk show is now bigger, bigger, better, better, bolder, older, and more than talk. Getting results with hot topics, consumer reports, court exposés, and more. I've come to set the record I've come to shine the light on you Let me introduce myself I am the cold heart truth Now, from the CMR studio in Grand Cayman Live, direct It's the cold hard truth Now, now Join the conversation on 345-936 2626. That number again is 345 936 2626. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday, October the 6th. Hope that you guys are doing well. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We're going to be talking about elder abuse this morning, amongst other things. We've got a caller straight off the bat. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Just letting you know that the radio is playing um, two different things. Oh, thank you so much. I'll let Chuck know to check that for me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know why that happens. Um, it's almost like uh, they're, I don't know, it's like they were playing something else and it didn't cut off in time when we start. So I'll let him know. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Chuck is on it. Um, uh-huh. Thank you so much, that caller. Uh, the listener to the program for letting us know because yeah i don't i don't get to listen to the program so i don't know um i don't know what's going on he said it's done okay 
All right. Yes, I've noticed that sometimes that does happen. And I'm sure that must be like really weird to hear two different programs. What is it? Is it normally news? Because I know they do like a lot of Al Jazeera news and stuff. Um, hmm. Uh, hmm. Okay. All uh, right. Okie dokie, folks. All right. Good morning to everyone. I got my apple cider vinegar ready to go. And I've got some um, nice water ready to go as well. Now, I overate last night. I have a confession to make. Um, it happens occasionally. You know, you really try to watch your, watch your portion control. And oh, boy, when something tastes really good, what can I tell you except... Um, I need to put on a little bit of lip gloss this morning. This is remnants from yesterday. What can I tell you except um, when it tastes really good, you just for, you just go overboard. Let me, hold on. Let me let me grab something before we get started this morning because I want to tell you. <laughs> Ooh, Sandy got greedy. One second. Pasko sa panahon ng tag-init? Oo, eto na naman ang panahon ng balikbayan box. Kumuha ng inyong mga kahon sa lagang 75 bucks at punugin ito ng lahat ng iyong mga kalakal na papunta sa Pilipinas. Napakadali na kumuha ng inyong kahon, punugin ang inyong kahon at ibalik sa MBI. A Miracle Brokers ang bahala sa iba. Mga kahon ay darating sa tamang panahon para sa Pasko. Huwag mag-atubiling magmadali. Ang huling araw ay sa September 30. Tumawag sa 949-5989 or 814-244 para sa karagdagang impormasyon. Alright, welcome back. Um... You know, sometimes <laughs> when I'm old, people used to say yeah, your eyes bigger than your stomach and you overestimate how much you can eat. Well, child, I was so hungry last night. I had a late lunch, so I'm not really sure why I still felt like I was really hungry. But the food was so good. Big shout out to Miss Stacy. Miss Stacy put that on the list of things that I really like. Um, it was kind of like a stir fry. Not really, a, I guess a little bit like a stir fry. But it was like shrimp and fish and then all the veggies and stuff put in there. Looks like she had um, cauliflower. Was there broccoli in it? But it was full of, of veggies. And then um, looks like maybe some steamed salmon, shrimp, a little bit of white rice and plantain. Mm, the plantains are so ripe right now. So Miss Daisy and who else um, said that they wanted plantains the other day? Okay, y'all need to get your plantains today because now they're getting to the point where they're going to overripe, overripen. Like right now, they're perfect. Like they are whew, super ripe and I can't really be eating them more. So um, who was it? It was There was a Rankin that said she wanted some plantains as well. Message me, WhatsApp me. I'll take some plantains to town today. So yes, uh, what a hot mess. So I had a little bit too much to eat last night. And I was like, oh my gosh. My poor stomach. I was like, oh, I feel like I'm pregnant. I eat so much food. And Gigi's like, what does it feel like to feel like you're pregnant? I said, never mind. Let me let me choose some different words. Oh, my God. These kids listen to everything. I was like, um, let me just say I feel really, really stuffed. I doubt she even knows what what she she cannot appreciate uh, what feeling stuffed is like. Because I don't think that girl has ever felt stuffed in her life. She's a little bit. She's like, oh, I'm full. I'm like, are you sure? Mm -mm -mm. 
Anyway, it was good. We got some leftovers, but I probably won't get to eat it because I'm going to be pretty busy um, the rest of the day. So lesson there is sometimes you really shouldn't wait until you get too hungry because then, yeah, you're going to overeat. It's like going to the grocery store when you're hungry. They never recommend it because they say that, you know what, you're going to overeat. And I, I mean, overeat. you're going to pick up stuff that you really, um, uh, you're going to pick up stuff that you don't necessarily need. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta use these little tips and tricks because they know how to get you. And you know what else they do? These grocery merchandisers, they always put all the really bad stuff, like right at the register. Like when you're like tired of shopping, you've had enough. And you're just like, oh, my God, I'm, I want to get out of here. And you're probably hungry then as well. And it's like right there is where they're going to put all the chocolates and popcorn. And they do it a lot in stores like um, in the States, like when you go to Marshall's and TJ Maxx, you know, they have the long, they, they actually designed it purposely that way. And then, you know, they they, they shape the line with the actual um, shelving. But then on those little shelves, they've got all this stuff that is just ridiculous. I mean, you can see some of the most, not all food, but a lot of it is food. And they're trying to tempt you. And, you know, if you're standing there um, with kids, you know, and they're sitting there looking at it and they've had a long day in the store. Oh, can you buy this for me? Can you buy that? I'm like, oh, my God. One of the things that Gigi likes which I think it's because I bet you they're pretty salty. I've not re I've had like one little bite of it, but they're they're um it is um seaweed. So seaweed that comes in these little packets. And I don't know how anybody can get full off of this stuff because it's it's like eating those, you know how the, when you go to Chinese restaurants, you get the little, they're almost like little popcorn things, but they don't even popcorn is more filling than this. It's almost like eating paper. Like it's very, very light and they can come in different colors. I, I do not know what the proper name for it is, but um, yeah, she likes to eat these seaweed leaves. Like they just, it's almost like it's been dehydrated. Like it's been put in a dehydrator and it's just like flat. And then they're kind of crunchy. And I have no clue why she loves these, but she loves, anytime we go to Miami, she always seems to find them at Marshall's in the same area that I'm telling you about. And she's like, can you buy me some seaweed? And I'm just like, okay. I figure there probably could be worse things that she'd be requesting. Uh, they're not sweet, so that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, she loves those. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Good morning to Miss Vernita. Happy Friday to Ervalyn. Uh, Leroy is here early. Siobhan is here. Good morning, Siobhan. How are you? Uh, Diamond Princess is in the house saying good morning. Happy Friday to all the lovely people. Um, we have Miss Leanna. Hello, darling. How are you? So we've been getting a lot of requests from people saying that they need gift cards and kids are starving and all sorts of stuff. 
Um, so, you know, I try to do every month. I do have a little stash. Um, it's, it's difficult because I'm trying to help as many people as possible. So when, when the same people keep requesting it, I got to tell you, it's kind of difficult because um, you've always got new people who come forward and say that they may, might need help as well. And the situation, quite frankly, is, um, sorry, I was just putting on the little facial moisturizer. The situation, quite frankly, is that um, you got to find a way to get out of the current situation that you're in. So we had someone who does, you know, she tries to help people in the community and she messaged yesterday and said that this family is in need of some, um, some food vouchers and they are a family of, did she say, how many kids? Um, so a family of three in West Bay, a child and parents. And so I said, uh, then they said poverty is so rampant here right now. And I said, my first question was, what is their employment status? Because when I hear a child and parents, two parents, I'm like, okay, what is their employment status? And then she says, I honestly don't believe that they have any job experience, rough family upbringing. Okay. So this is where there's an issue for me because that can't be um, the situation, right? <laughs> I mean, that, that's not a sustainable situation. So I said, unfortunately, no one's going to give them handouts for the rest of their lives. So you can't expect people to, um, well, they shouldn't be expecting that people are going to give you groceries every time you need groceries. So what, what's your plan of action? And so more than just giving people a, a handout, we need to ensure that we're um, giving people the necessary resources, um, you know, to, to help themselves. Because we've all, we've all been there. Trust me. There were times that I didn't know where the next meal was coming from. And I was most grateful for, um, you know, I've never quite been begging people. But, you know, I was, I was hustling because that's what I was taught. Like you work <laughs> and you, you know, back in those days, university days, I could see the, the end of the tunnel. There was a light at the end of the tunnel. And I was like, listen, my suffering is going to be temporary. Um, I was begging my parents for tuition money. That's where I was begging to try and make sure I could get that tuition paid so I could stay in school and get my education because that was going to be the game changer. Right. Um, and then, you know, they sent me tuition money. I paid my tuition first. And then if I had a couple of dollars left over, I'm like, okay, uh, we're going to pool it together as poor university students and buy ourselves some pizza or whatever was cheap. Chinese food and pizza. That was the thing that was really, really cheap. Mm -hmm. Prawn crackers. Thank you, darling. <laughs> That's exactly what they are. And then, you know, I went and got a job eventually where I was a resident assistant, which means that I had food taken care of. I knew I was going to eat. And then I had, it was room and board. Right. And then I worked for that. And yes, I had to work night shifts. I had to be up all night. And despite the fact that I love to sleep at night and I was like, oh God, nobody else. It was always me. And um, sometimes my partner and my floor, cause we were in the 13th floor. And that was like the international floor, like one wing of that. They tried to put a lot of the international students but um, I was always the one getting stuck with working the Friday night shift because everybody else was out partying and having a good time. And poor me, not going anywhere, not doing anything. They're like, oh, give it to her. Give it to Sandy. She'll work it. And I was like, again, you know, but they were out, you know, doing whatever. 
Um, and so, you know, you have to make the necessary sacrifices along the way. At the end of the day, it was an honest living. Um, you know, yes, it was tiring to have to work full time and go to university, but you know, it's not going to kill you. Chances are it's going to make you stronger in life and you just keep, keep at it. I remember there's one floor in particular. It was a sixth floor. That must've been the floor with all the party animals because my God, I had walked through, we had to walk 13 floors. This is why I kept in shape back then. And we had to walk up and down. We weren't really allowed to take the elevators when we were doing our shifts because we needed to be checking like the stairwell areas, making sure that everybody was safe. And then the crazy hours were like two, three o'clock in the morning when people were coming out from partying all night. And so we need to make sure, you know, they got back to their rooms safely and whatever. So I, on the sixth floor, that was like the party floor. I don't know what it was about them, but they were up partying on weekends and um, like literally I would go through, I'd run through the floor really quickly. So there's, it's like, a, it was set like a hotel. It was a big high rise building, but it was for students back in the day. It was called Fontana Hall. So, um, you know, they had wings, like just like how hotels are separated, like one wing on this side, one wing on that side. And then we had a resident assistant for each wing, right? So I had a partner in my floor and then we had like a little lobby areas is designed very much like a hotel. And so the sixth floor was the party floor. And let me tell y'all something. They were always smoking the weed, honey, Jill. And I would be like, oh, God, anytime I went through the sixth floor, I would literally run through the sixth floor. I'm like, yep, they're fine. They're partying. And I just hold my nose, run through, run through and back up the stairwells because the stench of the weed was just ridiculous on that floor. Um, and of course, they're not supposed to be smoking weed. You know what I mean? But mm, yeah, some of them were. And so, um, you know, at that job, I was afforded the option of making sure, you know, we got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then they had like a little gym. It was actually considered a posh, um, like private residence hall for students. So it was right off campus, right across the street. And we got a lot of rich, privileged kids who um, their parents would send them there and they'd set up their little dorm room and you know, it was so interesting to see how even at university, how people lived differently because of their, their access to money, you know, and having access to money isn't the end all and the be all in life. Trust me, because I would see these kids coming from like New Jersey, New York. Oh, my mom is sending me from New Jersey and I'm here to get a tan. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, they would lay out by the pool all day long. They look so leathery. And they're like 18, 19 years old. And I'm like, oh, girl, you're going to get skin cancer. What are you doing? Oh, but I want to look like you. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> you certainly don't want my life. Um, you know, but they were like partying and living their best lives ever. Oh, my God. It was just so, you know, university is like your first experience normally outside of, you know, living in, in your family home. And you have to live with other people potentially and kind of get along. And, you know, for a short space of time before I moved in to my dorm job, I actually had a roommate. She stole my class ring um, because I, I, to this day, I do not have, and this is a big deal in the States. You know, if you've gone to American schools, right? Your class ring at high school, like class prom, which I didn't get to go to. My aunt was like, hell to the no. But I got my class ring. I went on my class trip. Like these are big things that you do as a senior, right? And so she stole my class ring because it was a little bit different. And I think she thought that it was, um, oh, did I forget to send out the links this morning? Oh, gosh, forgive me. Hold on. I think she thought that it was like a different 
ring than what it was because nobody steals a class ring because honestly, your class ring has your name on it. It has the year that you graduated, your school symbol, whatever. Like nobody steals your class ring. It's just stupid. So I think she didn't look close enough at it. And then it was one of those things that once it was gone, I'm like, where's my where's my class ring? Like she couldn't come forward and be like, oh yeah, I took your class ring. She'll probably end up throwing it away. It's so stupid. Like nobody's gonna, you can't pawn a class ring. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah, she stole my class ring and I knew it was her. And, um, you know, having to share a shower with these other, listen, these might be first world problems, but still, uh, you know, we've all, we've all gone through stuff. I told you all about the, the little redneck family that I had to work for, um, for a minute and I was getting bitten up by fleas because I don't know what the hell was in that carpet, lots of fleas. And they just didn't keep their, you know, and, and basically I was like a domestic worker in their home for, you know, in return um, for having a place to stay. Now that was short term because I was like, I, yeah, yo, yo, I'm not staying in this situation for long. And I had a plan. This is the thing. This is the whole point of why I'm talking about this is that you've got to have a plan to get out of wherever it is that you are. <clears throat> you know, you can't stay stuck um, in your situation. So sometimes you're in a situation because of, of no fault of your own. You know, we grew up in poverty. What can you do about that? Um, but you don't have to stay there. You can make better decisions than your parents made. And the way really um, my Caymanian people to at least have a chance is to make sure that you get your education. You've got to prioritize your education before anything else. And delay having children. You can't, you can't be trying to get yourself out of a situation, get yourself out of poverty, and then burden yourself down with children. It, it just becomes that much more difficult when you have to think about another life or another being or whatever. You know, work on yourself first. And that might take a while. You mightn't get there until you're in your 30s or 40s even. I mean, look at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it might take you a while. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but once you start having children, you've just compounded your life. And the unfortunate situation about it is a lot of times when you start having children, um, you can't stop with one. You ever notice that? You're like, oh man, darn, made a mistake, had the one, but then it doesn't stop. So I don't know, just a bit of, bit of advice from someone who's been through it, honey child. Good morning, Miss Iva, Felicia, Ethel, Nathan, Sean joining us from Guyana this morning. Hey, how you doing, honey chill? Um, Damien says, TGIF, can you believe it? One week gone already in October. It sure is moving quickly. Good morning to Miss Perla. Andy's here. Um, Leroy says, oh no, Miss Stacy's apple cider vinegar. We're doomed today. <laughs> Good morning to Paul. Miss Ann is here. How are you, darling? Somebody just said great advice. Listen, you know, I, I wish that more of us had access to our young people. And if I had more time, I would do more like TikTok videos, Instagram. Um, we're close, by the way. We joined TikTok recently and we're close to the, I think after a thousand followers, I can then do live TikTok reels or whatever. So we're very, very close. I'm not, I'm trying to learn TikTok. I must admit that I'm not really all that familiar with the world of TikTok, but I think we are at 900 and hold on. Let me see now. Oh, we must have, I think we can go live now because, oh, let me see, view your profile. Oh, honey child, we got 1,001. Yay! 
<laughs> so now we can go, yeah, because after a thousand, apparently you can go live. So we can now go live on TikTok. But I'm saying, you know, these are the platforms that I know our young people are on and they have access to. But more of us, if, if you're a success story, and I'm talking about people who are like the Don Seymour's of the world, right? Y'all need to get on these platforms. I know these people are like Chaplis. I'm trying to raise my family. I'm still a business owner, whatever. But we have to we have to help our own people, <laughs> you know. And the way in which you do that sometimes is just by talking to our um, our young people and letting them know that they have choices, right? And they can make better decisions. And I think if they had more Caymanian success stories, like they know that listen. I'm just like you, I, sort of, because some of y'all are so disrespectful now. I couldn't do that kind of thing back in the day because my aunt didn't play. But I, I have been in both situations. I've been in a home with no rules, no regulations, no nothing, and I was running around like a wild child. And then my father said, no, we can't, we can't lose you. We can't allow this to happen. And he took me, removed me from Cayman, and sent me to my aunt. Now, she was a 1,000%, a complete 360 I mean, totally different, right? And I literally went from one extreme to the next. And trust me, that is a very difficult thing for a child. It was not an easy journey. But here we are. You know, young people, you have got to kind of shape up. Um, what I find sometimes are young people out there getting in trouble, you know, doing stuff with ganja and drugs or whatever. You know, the streets are saying that this young man lost his life over some fight about drugs, about ganja in the streets. I'm like, really? That's ridiculous. If that's true, that's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I cannot believe that this is what our young people are fighting over and killing us, killing yourself um, over. So, no, 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 no. That's not TikTok, honey, chill. Somebody said TikTok is now called X Elon Musk, Musk rebranded it. No, that's Twitter. So Twitter is Elon, TikTok is some Chinese company, I think. Um, so yes, I mean, you, you, you've got to know that, you know, you can, um, my handle is cmr.kman for TikTok. Yes, follow, get more followers. But yeah, you've got to know young people that, you know, um, your life at some point is in your control. Right. When you're a child, people do stuff to you. And a lot of it is outside of your control because you're a child. And that is why we need to ensure that we are, you know, providing parenting classes, providing mentors for young. There's no young teen who should be out there in these streets, folks, having a child like how we have big brothers, big sisters. We should have a similar program for young teen mothers. Where there's like a mentoring regime in place. Right where you attach a young teen mother or young mother um, with a more mature woman who can then, you know, provide some guidance, provide like, you know, sometimes as a young mom, you just need somebody to talk to. You know, you're going through issues, you're going through relationship problems, whatever. Um, that connection, I think, would be so incredibly official. I don't, uh, beneficial. I don't know what we would call it. We got big brothers, big sisters. Maybe we could call this one, I don't know. Big mama, little mama. <laughs> that was not all that creative, but y'all know what I mean. Um, so yes, young parent program. Well, we have the YPP. Do they do that as part of the YPP? Um, where they're they're pairing them up with adults, like an adult mentor. 
who's also probably a parent, who's a maybe a professional or whatever, a little bit older, of course, and who can provide them with some guidance um, and some emotional support and advice. I don't know. We just need it. We need a complete shift of how we're approaching so many of our, our, our issues. It's good to see that, you know, the premier has issued a statement that we are um, experiencing the, um, the lowest employment rate, but we still have these people who are unemployed sometimes because of their own poor choices. Right. I ran into a young man yesterday. He gave me a big hug and he said, Miss Sandy, you know, I'm really trying to turn my life around. And he was talking about how he had this girlfriend and it was a mess of a situation. Allegedly, she was cheating on him, blah, 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 blah. And I said, son, I said, tell me something. Do two of you have any kids? Really handsome Caymanian fella. I said, the two of you have any kids? And he said, no, ma'am. I said, good. Cut it. Cut cut the relationship and move on with your life. And he said, yep, he's he's working. He has a good little job now. You know, and he's trying to stay out of these streets. He's like, Miss Sandy, I'm just going to my work and then I'm going home to my little apartment and I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. And I said, listen, there's nothing in these streets for you. Nothing but death and destruction. So that is the best thing. Just stay focused on your little job. You know, if you haven't had an opportunity yet to further your education, consider adding that to your list of things that you want to do. You know, get job experience and, um, you know, stay on a positive path. Because when you're out there in this environment, um, drinking and smoking and hanging out with these people in the streets at these gambling houses and all kind of stuff, I can assure you there is nothing that comes good from that. Absolutely nothing. So mm -mm, just, just walk away from it. Don't run to trouble. Run away from trouble. YouTuber, good morning, says Kirk has them the seaweed. Oh, do they? I love them too. Oh, I've never seen them here, but you know, Kirk is a very interesting grocery store. I don't go there as often as I used to, cause I don't really hardly get time to go shopping, but they do have a good mix of, I think like a lot of products and stuff. Um, even Hurley's has, I guess all the grocery stores are kind of different in, in terms of what you can find, but yeah, Kirk's has a, sometimes you can find some very unique finds at Kirk's, but um, yeah, she loves that. The seaweed thing, Cha, seaweed chips or whatever they're called. Um, so YouTuber says rough family upbringing is so vague and sounds like avoiding the question. Um, oh, well, yeah. I mean, that really doesn't mean very much to me um, because that can mean so many different things. But again, there has to be some degree of accountability. If you're at a point now where you have had a child, I'm expecting to hear your plan of how you're going to help yourself and your child, right? And as the person rightfully said, when I said, you know, unfortunately, no one's going to give you lifetime handouts, they said, understood, and I'm looking more for the child as a child should never have to suffer. It is an unfortunate reality that a lot of people, um, you know, use children as a meal ticket. Like, you know, when you think about it logically, you're like, who the hell does that? Um, a child that you're going to be committed to for at least 18 years. Here it's more probably like 16, but y'all know really it should be 18. If you're a real parent, it's forever. You never get rid of your kids, right? You're always going to be there for them. Um, and to, to have them for the wrong reason, 
I, I, I could not even fathom it. Oh, cause you're trying to get some guy to stay with you or fall in love with you. Or I'm like, what? You think that's going to work? Mm-mm. Honey child, somebody that says children are the number one meal ticket. Can you imagine? We have got to change that mindset. Children are an, oh my God, a huge responsibility. You will never have anything in your life. Somebody told me they want some of my fried rice. <laughs> Y'all are just too ridiculous with the food. Try and behave. Um, you know, you'll never have such responsibility uh, in your life ever again. Oh my gosh, the sacrifices. You know, people, some people have said to me when they were having kids, like, oh yeah, well, you know, this baby can be, I can train them to go to bed when I say to go to bed. I'm like, <laughs> this was even before I had children. I had to laugh. I'm like, okay, so you think that the child is going to be running on your schedule? <laughs> Tell me again what kind of miracle elixir you have to make that happen, honey, Jill. Your life is going to change forever. And this child is going to dictate your every move, practically. The things you can't do, you can't afford, you can't do it. I'm like, uh-uh. Y'all, I don't know where people get this idea from, that they can just drop children, literally. Drop them out and be like, okay, I'm done. You know, I'm going to continue partying and living my best life and just leave the children to, you know, the world. Um, to be abused and neglected and with people that they don't even know. So that, that some helper raising your child, the, the child knows the helper more than the child knows you. It's like, what? You know, it's a whole different mindset, I think, that we need to do some adjusting with. Miss Ethel, good morning, says shrimp chips, love them from Thai Orchid, pink and colored. Is that what they call them, shrimp chips? I think they're the prawn crackers. Um, yes, Miss Ethel says prawn crackers is another name. Um, they don't have shrimp in them, so I don't know why they would call them shrimp chips. But anyway, yeah, Thai Orchid does have them. Sometimes we go there and we get them. And again, it's like eating paper. I'm like, what, why am I eating this again? It doesn't really have much of a flavor. <laughs> you have to dip them in something to get the flavoring. Uh, so, uh, Siobhan says, partying or making it in life, um, I'd rather not party and work or whatever is needed to make it in life. You know, some people just... There's a number of reasons why I think a lot of young people do it. Um, but some just think that life is uh, one big party. Uh, like Leroy says, we get young and wild and free. Um, that's the lyrics from Snoop Dogg. Yeah, but look at Snoop Dogg now. That man is a very smart man with his money. He's only had the one wife. Y'all pay attention to Snoop Dogg. He's no fool. He's not out in these streets divorcing every other minute and picking up another wife. Um, you know, the two of them were high school sweetheart, sweethearts and they've really stuck it through thick and thin. And he has not forgotten that. And he's really stuck by her. And, you know, if you ever watch any interviews that Snoop Dogg has done, he's talked about um, when he was affiliated with. Um, oh, God, what's what's the group with the, the one guy? Um, oh God, he's the big, big guy. <laughs> who was like Def, Def Jam Records. Was it Def Jam Records? So he was part of that whole thing. And so was, um, it was Snoop Dogg. It was, um, oh Lord, all those rappers. Um, the one who did just got a murderer picked up the other day for him. Um, mm -mm. 
y'all gonna help me out here now. Snoop Dogg. Uh, death Death Row. It was Death Row. Oh no, no, it wasn't Death Jam. Who was Death Jam? So this one was Death Row. And who was um it was Suge Knight. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. So apparently he was like the enforcer, he ran things, and everybody was like, listen, Suge Knight, you didn't mess with him. He would kill you in a heartbeat, he'd break your legs, he he like kept people kind of in check. But um, thank you. This listener's like Tupac, that's who you think of. But Suge Knight was a serious man, and he still is. I mean, he's been in jail. Suge, listen, Suge is like a whole different level of craziness. And so it was, yeah, Suge Knight, Dr. Dre, um, DOC, uh, Dick uh, Graffrey. I think they were like the ones who founded it back in 1991. And then they brought in some really heavy hitters in terms of people like uh, Pac, like Snoop Dogg, um, you know, Dr. Dre, so Tupac. Um, so, you know, they were huge back in the early 1990s. You guys might remember this, but they had a lot of violence with the artists and there was like the whole beef between East Coast and West Coast that really blew up. And these guys were literally getting killed um, in the streets. Like they were gunning them down. Um, Tupac got murdered. Yeah, we just covered that story that they finally arrested someone all these years later um, in his murder. His mom has died, of course. You know, she doesn't know that maybe there's some justice at the end of this tunnel. But um, then there was Biggie. You know, these guys saw life, saw a degree of financial success that um, they had never seen before. And they weren't prepared for it. You know, they didn't know what to do with it. And it was so unfortunate that so many of them lost their lives, especially Tupac, because, you know, the other ones like Biggie. All right, Biggie was whatever. You know, he had his little, his one, what was the one hit with him and Faith and whatever. You know, but honestly, Snoop Dogg, not Snoop Dogg, sorry. Snoop Dogg and Tupac were a little bit different. Um, you know, yeah, they were running the streets and that sort of thing. And they said that this gave them an opportunity to try to turn their lives around a little bit. But Tupac was actually a very intelligent young man. If you ever sit down and listen to his interviews, apparently his mother was part of um, a like Black Panther movement or whatever. So I think that he must have been exposed to probably a lot of discussions about culture and race. And, you know, when you listen to him, he got it at a different level. I mean, he really got it, even at a very young age. There were things that he understood that showed his degree of maturity at some level. But, you know, he was still running in the streets and trying to be this gangster. And unfortunately, that eventually cost him his life. You know, you can't have it both ways, right? And I, I often wonder somebody like Tupac, you know, what would his life have been like had he had the opportunity to live a full life like a Snoop Dogg? And Snoop Dogg, you know, he's not stupid. Um, he has done well for himself, but he talks about, there's an interview where um, Snoop Dogg talks about, there was some, um, I, can't, I can't remember if it was the MTV Awards, but there was some event that they went to and somebody asked him, um, it was like an interview or some, something and somebody said to him, you know, what do you think about this beef between East Coast and West Coast? And he was like, listen, the people on, he's California, so I guess he'd be uh, West Coast, yeah? And then East would be like the New York gangsters and whatever. He's like, listen, they're, they're my friends. I like them. I would love to be able to perform with them, you know? Like he wasn't taking the beef like all that seriously, but apparently when he gave that interview, 
Um, the other people, including, uh, what's his name? Um, Tupac, took that as an affront. Yeah, they were upset. So he says that when he got on a, um, this is a notorious interview that he did, but when he got on the flight, because they were on this private plane, and he talks about when they got on uh, the flight back then to LA, you know, he said, listen, the tension on that plane, like it was him, um, Tupac, and... um, What's this one I was just telling you about? The enforcer. Uh, um, Suge Knight, right? And maybe one or two other people. He's like, listen, the tension on that plane, like you could literally cut the tension with a knife. And he said the entire flight, it was like maybe an hour flight or hour and a half, whatever. He said, listen to me. I literally had my hand on my piece, on my gun, because I expected a gunfight to break out on the plane because of what he said in an interview. And basically these guys were like, you can't even, it's ridiculous. Like this gang mentality, you can't even say something positive about the other side. You can't say that you don't really have a beef with them because then, you know, Tupac was like, oh, that's dissing me. And, you know, he talked about how as Tupac became more and more uh, famous, he also allowed a lot of that to um, go to his head in a way. So he saw it as a personal affront. Like you can't, you can't be saying you don't mind working with them and this and that, you know, what the heck? And, and, you know, he said that one of his sort of lifelong um, regrets is that that was the last time that he actually saw uh, Tupac alive. So, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because they never got to, you know, when you have these unresolved things, you know, he said that he had no choice. There's a whole interview where he says that, you know, basically he was called a traitor by Tupac because he wouldn't choose size, sides. And at the end of the day, he's like, listen, he just wasn't trying to be about that life. And he, you know, it was an Angie Martinez interview that kind of like got him in trouble. So he actually talks about this story. It is a fascinating story. Um, I'll I'll let you guys listen to it one day. I'm really kind of going down a bit of a rabbit hole, but it's a fascinating story. And and it's about the the times when, and I'm hoping that some young person is going to get this message, right? And K-Man, it's really hard to get away from this gang mentality once you start to get into it. But sometimes you are presented with an opportunity, a very distinct opportunity to change the course of your life, right? And you might not realize it at the time. So it'll come back to you at some later time, like, wow, that was the moment when I made the right decision or I made the wrong decision. And for Tupac, he said, no, I'm not about this life. I don't want this for myself. You know, I'm going to start distancing myself from death row records from um, Tupac, from Suge Knight. And there was a risk. You didn't do it without a risk because these boys are like, you're not going to break up with us, so to speak. You're not going to just walk away from us. We would rather see you dead first than make you be your own person. Can you imagine? And in Cayman, you know, a lot of the gang violence that we're seeing, it's the same type of mentality. 
So some of these young guys, okay, now they have a child. They're like, oh man, you know, I got to kind of change up my life a little bit. Um, you know, I got a baby now, so I want to do different. I want to move a little bit different. Mm -mm. These guys still see you as being one of them, being in the streets. You want to be a gangster. You want to carry a weapon um, and all this kind of stuff. You know, car full of weed. You got the baby with there, there with you as you're smoking pot and all kind of stuff. It becomes difficult once you have already been in the rabbit hole to truly get yourself out. And in an island this small, the reality is the only way you might be able to get yourself out is if you remove yourself from the environment entirely. Somebody just says when they get in a gang, it's for life. And that's the gang mentality. You know, you're 15 years old, 16 years old, you're out there making stupid decisions. Your brain is not even mature enough yet to understand the implications of your actions and getting involved in gang violence, but you do it. And then you're now 22, 24, 25. All of a sudden you got a baby and maybe you got a girlfriend that you really are serious about and you want to turn your life around. In this environment, it's not that easy. Right? Cayman is so small. Everywhere you go, there's your homie. They're your friends. You grew up with them since you were two years old. And they're like, no, boy, let's go out drinking tonight. We got to go partying. We got to do this. We got to do that. Listen, it's very, very difficult. But you know what? I'm going to tell you all something. We have the benefit of having access to other places thanks to a relationship with the UK. Now, I'm going to say this in all seriousness. The option you have, which a lot of people in different places don't even have, even in big cities and stuff, they might not be able to pick up and leave. But you have the option of getting off of this rock. And some of you need to do it. You need to expand yourself. You need to just run and get away from it. And if that means leaving everything behind, even baby mamas, family members, your mama, your papa, whatever, at least you're going to be alive. You have an opportunity to go somewhere and start a fresh start over. Take up that opportunity, folks. You can go there and get a trade. You can enroll in school. There might be programs available to you. I'm serious. Do not stay in Cayman just to be gunned down in the streets. It doesn't make any sense. Not if you have a choice. And I see so many of our young men out there being idle. Yeah? And having nothing else to do but just hang out and get themselves in trouble. And in the end, it normally ends one or two ways. Jail time, or you're going to be shot down dead in the streets like a dog. Worse than a dog. Because most of us don't go around shooting dogs, but there you go. All right. <laughs> Rough C says, you smelt all that weed in college and you seem to have turned out all right. No permanent brain damage. Uh, yeah, that's because I was actually running through the smoke. I was not sitting there inhaling it, nor was I smoking it. <laughs> big difference, honey child, big difference. Yes, Marshall, you know, sometimes on the program, we do go off track a little bit. But um, I feel like there's a message out there. Somebody needs to hear that message this morning. Uh, Natasha says that someone stole my class ring as well. C-H-I-S, class of 91. I was a class of 91 as well. 
Um, I think that in the States, I believe you can go back because there's basically like two major companies that I think do the class rings. You can actually go back and probably order. I've never really even looked too deep into it. I guess I could, but whatever. Uh, you could actually go back and probably get the class ring um, replaced. Siobhan says, so what you're saying is children is like getting tattoos because when you get one, you can't stop. <laughs> no, because you can remove a tattoo. You can't remove children, honey jail. Morning, Terry. First lady says, good morning to you all. Love you. Um, you're coming to December. Oh, sorry, you're coming to Cayman in December. Is this going to be your first time, Terry, visiting us or have you been here before? Do you have family here? Do you have friends here? Are you just visiting? Curious to know. Um, <laughs> Amanda says, yes, you can go live. Remember the gifts bring in money. I don't know anything about that with TikTok. And we're not really looking to monetize TikTok in any way. But uh, speaking of TikTokers, remember our friend William? Um... He's given up already. He did a video yesterday. Somebody sent it to me. But he's like, I tried to help the people that came in islands, but they don't want to speak up. They don't want to do nothing. I was like, poor you. Reality sunk in after he only got seven people sign his petition. I don't know how many people showed up to the town hall meeting. But apparently, reality has hit him. That The Caymanian people, uh, like I said in one of my comments, I said the, the, what he's going to learn in a hurry is that our culture is we just sit down, talk, and complain. And don't actually do anything. So if he's looking for action from these people, good luck, William. It might sound harsh, but it is the truth. Hmm. Yes. Good morning to Frank. Frank says, morning, Miss Sandy. You got. You need to do a topic regarding poor customer service and local Cayman businesses. Oh, God, we've talked about that so many times. Unbelievable. Mm -mm. But we'll circle back to it. Morning, Andrea. Andrea, we're going to have a fun weekend. Don't tell anybody anything else. <laughs> mm. Um, Leroy says, I wish I could say that my parents don't care if I was dead or alive. Oh, my goodness. Well, that sounds like a family situation. So he says, so... Um, F them. Now they're your parents, Leroy. So don't, there's no need to be disrespectful, whatever the situation is. What I would say, Leroy, is, you know, a lot of people, as I've just been saying, are, we're not ready to be parents. And so that creates a lot of uh, dysfunctionality in families. But you can separate yourself from your family and you don't have to do it with any hate or malice or whatever. Just leave those people alone. You don't get to choose your, your, biological family, but you can certainly choose who you spend your time with. Um, you know, he says, I live my life by the grace of God. And so you just let it go. You don't need to have no big time relationship with them. If you see them in the streets, you can respect them like how you would, I'm sure, a total stranger. Good morning, good afternoon, and just keep moving. But I know it's difficult because when it comes to family, um, you know, you get, there's a different level of emotional investment normally in those types of dysfunctional relationships. But at some point, you just got to let it go. 
Vanessa says that she had a child and she's still partying and enjoying her life. Yes, Vanessa, I see you. Um, oh, Mr. Amelia, you wanted plantains. Listen to her now. She said, look, you know, I don't get no plantains yet. You soon here, they're all done. Well, they're over ripening, Miss Romelia. So if you want it, you need to get it today. So yeah, you better you better message me um, so they can get it. Because then once they're gone, I don't know the next batch that's going to be coming off the planting tree. But um, ooh, the, the day that Marlon planted that tree, trust me, that tree has done wonders for my life. Oh, yes. Praise the Lord. Sometimes you just want to plant. And I'm like, man, can't find no good ones in the store. He's like, I'm going to plant you a planting tree. I'm like, oh, if that's not love, I don't know what is. Planting your wife her favorite trees. Now, he hasn't had much luck with my mango tree. Because I swear every mango tree I see in my yard is not a local Kima mango. I don't want no Nam Duck, no Julie, no... I don't even know what the heck these other mangoes are. I just want a local Cayman brown mango, please. Could it be so meaty? Big shout out to Lisa um, Scott. She has some of the best Cayman mango trees ever. Man, they are so full of meat. Yes, sir. Rough Seas says Biggie had a lot of hits. Yeah, I mean... Unfortunately, he didn't live long enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was back in the day. I must tell you, I wasn't really into that rap scene too, too much. I mean, listen, we all like a good Tupac song and, and Biggie, some of his more popular songs, um, Notorious B.I.G. Sean says that was one of my favorite rappers, um, you know, back in the day. But, you know, uh, the early 90s, I was a university student already. When I was younger than that, I wasn't really permitted to listen to any and everything. Parents, listen carefully. Um, be careful what you expose your children to when their minds are still young and developing. Good morning to Johan. Ooh, Johan says, it's obvious you have zero clue about rap music, the culture, the background, and the genius levels of Tupac plus Biggie. Yes, sir. Don't take it personal, Johan, since obviously you're a big gangster. Gangster rapper, gangster rapper Johan. What would your what would your stage name be? Um, gangster rapper Johan. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not professing to be any sort of a um, <laughs> expert in this area. What I'm telling you is, Tupac was actually of all of them, in my opinion. This is just my opinion. He was the most brilliant of them all in terms of his understanding of social issues, in particular. And I also think that that Snoop Dogg has, um, he's up there because he has maneuvered um, his, you know, life and been able to actually have longevity out of it. And in that game, trust me, longevity is, is even now. Look at the number of rappers that are gunned down in the street every single day and all the time. So we got a, we got a nomination here for Johan's street name, street creds. Someone says, that um, his street rapper's name would be Brown Brownie Daz. <laughs> Brownie Daz. <laughs> oh, my God. Johan says that CMR's new theme song should be All Eyes on Me. Lord have mercy. 
Did y'all see the um the little picture that they did the other day of me? I obviously can't play the Tupac sound song that goes with it because that would get me in a world of trouble. But um, speaking of all eyes and me, they did this. Um, I'm going to show you guys. I don't know who does these, but they're just so funny. Um, they did this little meme with all eyes and me. Hold on. Let me show this to y'all. With my face on it. Totally hilarious. One second. Look at this now. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> so they took the Tupac album. All eyes and me, and put my face on it. <laughs> Is that not hilarious? And they did this after our, our last um, discussion with Johan, <laughs> where he was coming with his foolish recommendations, and we had to put him in his place. Ugh. So Johan says gang mentality in the streets is no different to how certain people view political alliance allegiance. And the mistaken belief that a politician is a god. Look at the way people defend their actions. Corruption, waste given given millions? Government millions must be. Uh, in concessions to friends, business associates, wealthy developers. They're making profits out the gates um, or build on the concessions into their business plans, etc. Build on the concessions. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, there's different types of gangsters in this world. You got the white collar gangsters and they're fooling you because, you know, they might not be packing an actual gun, um, but they are, um, you know, just as ridiculous uh, with the stuff that they're they're getting away with. Um, Everton says Tupac was very educated. His mother's one of the founding members of Black Panther. That's right. Uh, I did mention that. And I think he picked up on a lot of that, having been probably dragged to a lot of her meetings and stuff like that as well. So let's move on. We got so much stuff that's happening here on our little island, child. Um, Johan, Johan says dry up brownies. Boy, he really upset about this brownie thing, you know. Because when I tell you Johan love a brownie, geez, I'm peace. Almost as much as he loves Haagen-Dazs ice cream. The only thing better than my brownies would be my brownies with Haagen-Dazs ice cream on top. Then Johan would be in hog heaven, literally. Pigging out. He loves it. Um, yes, sir. What a mess. So, Amani, good morning. So Siobhan having a good laugh at that. <laughs> Leroy says, yes, Sandy represent the West Side. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope we can get it together with um, the white collar gangs and the regular gangs. West Bay, West Bay mango, juicy and sweet. Well, it depends on which one now. Um... <laughs> This person says, why are my brownies being discussed again? Because tell Johan he not getting them. All right. So listen, we got to talk about some serious stuff this morning. First of all, on Monday's show, you guys might remember, big shout out to um, the gentleman who provided this information. Remember when we were talking about how... Um, the guys who were caught with the AK-47 were given bail and left the jurisdiction. Let me see now. I'm going to refresh your memories because, Kevin, we need to start archiving these because I think that y'all are not going to remember how this story really go. To me, this is so shocking. Our judiciary at times 
is disconnected from the realities of what's happening in the streets of the Cayman Islands. Why these guys were given bail, only God knows. Mm-mm-mm. I can't fathom how this happened. All right. Let me show you all this, this clip from Monday's show. Now, the RCIPS has come forward claiming that they need our help. RCIPS, have you ever heard of the term a dollar late and a day short? No. Is it a, a dollar short and a day late? That would that that should be your new motto. A dollar short and a day late. If I talked about it on Monday show, when did the guys get bail? They're long gone from this jurisdiction. Here's a clip from Monday. Now, this person is wondering about the judiciary's role in some of this hot mess of a situation. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it home, folks. Yes, honey. Jill. There was also, it was disclosed um, in the media, you guys might have seen the story, that a um, gun that was seized in the Cayman Islands has been linked to multiple murders in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every time we have a conversation about these illegal boats coming in and we talk about the dangers of that, I know some of y'all think it's funny. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, legalize the ganja, make the weed come in. Why y'all stopping these boats? Well, the truth of the matter is these boats are not just bringing in marijuana, but uh-huh. they're bringing because that's an illegal trade that's making a lot of money for people. Yes, they're bringing the, all sorts like, of drugs, like is, cocaine, Sandy. marijuana, only God knows what else, fentanyl, whatever else is coming this way. They're also bringing in guns and ammunition. Mm, mm, mm. Lord Jesus. And so to hear now that we know that at least five murders mm, in Jamaica mm, have been connected to a firearm that was found in this jurisdiction, if that does not raise a lot of eyebrows, I don't know what should. This is mm-hmm. appalling, it's shocking, and it demonstrates the criminal connections between Cayman and Jamaica and other jurisdictions to a lesser degree as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the connections between here and Jamaica are very, very strong. Yes, take off your glasses. Criminals talk child. to each other. Yes. Okay. They have access to mm-hmm. guns and ammunition and intelligence. Yes, that's true. So that's why anytime we see someone on the loose in Jamaica, like, oh, this person has gotten away from the authorities and they're running. Mm-hmm. The first thing we do is we're going to cover it in the news because it's not going to be long before they're going to end up on either on our shores or they mm-hmm. might try to go to Haiti. But given what's going on in Haiti, that's not really the place to be. <laughs> yes, honey, Chan. You're more likely to die the second you get there. Mm-hmm. They want to come to Cayman mm-hmm. where they can hide undercover. Mm. where they can walk around in broad daylight and nobody knows who they are because they fit right in with every other person that's walking around in Eastern Avenue or wherever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can do a double sip. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Ooh. That was kind of strong today, Miss Stacy. Yeah. What? She must have mm-hmm. me really go off on y'all this morning. Yeah, little- y'all confused by the screen. So we're playing a clip. Pay, pay attention in class now. Andrea, you're not paying attention, you know. Leroy, tell me, you got two windows open. Uh, hello. Hello. We're playing a snippet from Monday's show 
in the big window, and that's me over in the little window from today. <laughs> Double dose of Sandy, says Ms. Dean. Y'all need to keep up with modern technology, honey, Jill. So listen now. On Monday, we revealed, right, that's all. Right? They arrest somebody for an AK-47, all this ammunition. Turn on and give them bail. Oh, Jesus, what is wrong with you people? Now the people then get on a illegal boat and go on about their business back to Jamaica. And our police, we said that on Monday. That was October 2nd. Today is October 6th. By my count, that's four days later, Monday to Friday. Our RCIPS sent out press statement last night, but they need the public's help trying to find this man. What? Are y'all smoking a little something, something? Because I do have to wonder when you make stupid things like this go on. Now, if we knew by Monday through our sources that the man already had jumped on the boat and gone back home, why you wait another four days to talk about you want the public to help you? Well, RCIPS, see a help right here? It's called, you should have been listening to Sandy's show when we said he is already gone back to Jamaica on an illegal boat. A bit of water yeah. to that, honey, chill. So, um, yes, I mean, this is what's happening. At least five murders. <laughs> this sounds like a community gun. Mm-hmm. Imagine the ones that they've not even forensically linked it to. And here's mm. the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is entirely possible that um, it's way more than that. One of the yeah. things that happens in Cayman is, you know, I'm going to fast forward at time. And now has been linked to at least the death of five people. Let me fast forward. Um, I, I want to talk that, about this. This is a story that I'm, I'm legitimately going to chase up here this morning. All right. So hold on. Right before this. Abscounded. So this is news to me. Uh-huh. What is our judicial system doing? They are to blame for this. Hold on. Hold on. Um, uh-huh. Here we go. Here we go. Listen now. Listen. This is exact clip that we needed. They said, what about the fact that they were granted mm-hmm. bail and they left the island that night by boat back to Jamaica? What mm-hmm. is our judicial system doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. When you say they were granted bail and they left that night, so police, how are they looking for one dawn? Well, you better go look for one dawn, two dawn, and skip a dawn because the man done gone by his business. Really? So they claim that they're looking for 36-year-old Joel Christopher Duncan of Georgetown, who is wanted in the recovery of two firearms, ammunition, and ganja at an address in Georgetown. Police um, said he's to be treated as violent and dangerous and should not be approached, and they're asking for anyone to call 911 who sees him. Okay, they go on to talk about Duncan is described as being dark complexion, about 6'1", in height, about 190 pounds, brown eyes, and black hair, and he's also known as Juan Don. What the police do not tell you, which I'm still confused by, is that one Don done gone punda one boat. He has, by all reasonable sources, absconded the jurisdiction. They're not going to find one Don or Don Juan or anything else because the man done gone. What? I don't, I don't understand. Is it that the RCIPS doesn't know this? Although we said it publicly on the radio on Monday, that he has left the jurisdiction. That's what 
street intelligence is sharing? Or what exactly is the problem? Hmm? And here's the, here is the difficulty. He's gone, fled to Jamaica by all sources, but chances are he'll be back on the same illegal boats. Police, my God, get it together. Why is this not something you would share with, even if you, your theory is, all right, I don't know with 100 degree certainty that he has absconded the jurisdiction, he's gone right? Have you reached out to your counterparts in Jamaica? Damon says not even a tracker. You see, they're not telling the real story here. And the real story, folks, is that this man would have taken his tracker off, and they know that, and he is long gone from the jurisdiction, and they should be working with officials overseas to try to recover him. Have they done that? No. Well, not to our knowledge. Why are they pretending that this man is still here? Why don't we have better better intelligence? And if it's the case that the police just don't want to tell us the full story, then you're making yourselves look a little bit stupid. Sandra Coe says, Sandy, it's called buying time. All one one dog puppy, corruption at its best. I'm not going to go as far as saying that they're corrupt. I'm just saying that, that this is ridiculous. I mean, if the man has left the jurisdiction, you need all ears on, on ground now, all eyes and ears on the ground to try to give you some intel on this man. Right? Have the Jamaican authorities look out for him because I'm pretty sure if he's gone there, He's going to be causing some trouble in that jurisdiction in tutus. And they probably know exactly where in Jamaica he has gone. Now, the good news is in Jamaica, they're not going to play with him. They're not going to curry no favor with him. He's going to be out in the streets doing whatever. And they, the police in Jamaica, whether it's the JDF or the JCF or whatever they call themselves, they are going to gun him down if they need to and in our business. They will just shoot him dead and keep walking. That's the nature of things in Jamaica. So other people have um, provided some intelligence around this situation. Apparently, he has connections in Cayman. Somebody said, hello, sister. You know, people be giving me the sauce. You know, you not know. I got to give it to you. This is how I get it. You not know, say Joel, father is a big, father-in-law, sorry, is a big immigration officer. I was like, who? <laughs> what you say? No, sir. I mean, you can't help sometimes with your family too. They say, yes, man. Wayne Powell works enforcement is his father-in-law. I say, what? I mean, I know them people. Mm-hmm. And then the wife there work. Butterfield. Uh-huh. Joelle has a son with her daughter. Yes. And this person say, yep, yeah, here's him done gone Jamaica on the boat. I was like, what a mess. 
So RCAPS, we're going to help you solve this one, honey child. You're talking about you want the public's help. <laughs> um, you know, please seek the public's help to find wanted man, one done, one done, done, gone, done, done, gone long time. Okay, one done, gone long time. All right. Mm -mm -mm. So says that's a result of too many Jamaicans in her police force and the RCAPS. And some of these crimes are family uh, Jamaica police officers are all criminals. Ooh. So, Nita, you can't say that, honey child. First of all, it isn't true that they're all criminals. But we do have some, um, just like the police officer involved in that mix-up murder situation, trying to scare eyewitnesses. By the way, someone sent me a picture of him this morning. He looked like he lost some weight. Out in the street, still living his best life, although he's been found guilty of a very serious offense. Why have they incarcerated him yet? Remind me of why he's still walking around on the streets going to these boat cruises. <laughs> Lord Jesus. So somebody sent me a picture of him living his best life. And they also said, um, oh God, I, 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 listen to me. I know y'all should be able to go out there and live your best lives. But I mean, it really does beg to question when police officers are involved in some of these boating activities and stuff. So they sent me some picture and say, look, yeah, here's this man on the boat cruise Sunday. Same one. But like I said, he, he lost quite a bit of weight, man. I'm looking slim. I don't know if it's the stress of that conviction or what. But he looked like he lost a few pounds. And they said, um... That even the man that they're looking for, he's some kind of selected DJ or whatever. They say he shouldn't be hard to find if he's still here because he's always at Ultra Lounge, boat cruise. And tomorrow night, they're having a big um, night party. So they sent photos of him um, at these parties, all these photos that they take. And then they said the man was on the boat cruise on Sunday and the same police, corrupt police officer now, they're all friends. Did you, or do you know that one, this one, he's um, the one in the father and son murder case walking free and came out like nothing is happening. I said, yes, my dear, me see him, me see him. Enough of them work for police in these videos and these photos and all the evidence is there. Mm-hmm. Now, guilty by association. I'm not saying they're guilty of doing anything, but you're hanging out on these boat cruises where you see as an officer of the law that people are breaking the law on a regular basis. Mm, it does kind of tarnish your reputation and it also tarnishes the reputation of the RCIPS. So then big and bold upon the party boat working for RCIPS and don't give a damn. And by the way, these are so-called Caymanians. So somebody said, but wait a minute. Isn't that Jody that works in communications for the RCIPS on these same parties? Same party boats? I'm like, what mess? They sent me a next one of one wearing a purple. I guess, she, is that a wig or she have her hair colored purple? <clears throat> they say, look at this one. Purple here is, her, is his baby mama. And they call her the Ganja Queen because she supplies. The woman with her is her mother. But wait, wait a minute. That's not the same one that people saying work Butterfield? Uh-uh. What a mix-up story this is now. Hold on. 
Let me check and see if that's the same one they say working at the bank. Hmm. They come here and get job and still can't behave themselves. Yes, that must be her. And see the daddy here too on the same boat cruise trying to be young. The stepfather, big time. Prison, is he prison officer or immigration officer? All right, we still clarify those details, but same, same people then, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, he works in enforcement and we, the people of the Cayman Islands, are the one tiring these individuals that are going on with very questionable behavior. Anyway, them say he gone back to Jamaica, my dear child. So RCIPS, can't help you with that one, but I think you might have allowed him to get away. Can we ask the RCIPS to get some better camera equipment while we're at it? They always have the most jacked up um, photos of wanted individuals. <laughs> it's like, you can't get a better picture, a clearer picture that isn't always pixelated and looks so horrible. Do y'all need a photography course? Seriously, every time they have a wanted person, the picture looks horrible. I'm like, uh, okay. They're supposed to be taking photos of identifying marks and all this kind of stuff of people, and they should be clearer than this. Look at this. This is the worst-looking photo I've seen. Oh, hot mess. Anyway, if you see him, because like I said, he'll be back. Do let the police know. Um, Charm says one Don probably watching the show, right? Right in Kingston, logged on, live and direct. Ervelyn mm -mm -mm. uh, says the RCIPS needs to change their name to WCIPS. <laughs> Lord Jesus. McCat with you all this morning. What list came in Ireland's police? Well, in all fairness to them, they arrested him and they found the weapon. So let's give the RCIPS some credit. And they're not the ones who gave him bail. Now, I don't know how vehemently the prosecution would have object, objected to a bail application. And I'm curious to know who his defense attorney was. But a blind man all the way in Asia could have seen this one coming. So how they let him go, only God knows. Y'all need to do better. Wasn't Sandy with the mother-in-law for one of them be Marva Reed's sister? I don't think so. She was on Panton and Mr. Heatherbottom campaign. I know she at least had one child by Wayne Powell. I don't think so. This woman don't really look like a Caymanian, to be honest. I could be wrong now, because apparently we looking kind of different these days. But I don't think that that's the same person. But we'll confirm. We'll get the answers, honey child. Somebody says he's an immigration officer, not police. Another person is claiming he's prison officer. So no, my I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with immigration officer because. The two sources that told me that, they're very, very good. So we're going to go with that. 
Another person says the ankle monitor system is a failure in itself. Breaches occur constantly and are not monitored or dealt with. Apparently, it's only monitored and looked at if the person commits a crime while breaching his curfew. Lord Jesus. Fix it, fix it, fix it. Fix it. We have the technology now to track people. Listen, iPhone does a better job of tracking iPods than the police does of tracking down criminals. How on earth does that make any sense? That that cannot be, that's nonsensical, right? You can lose your iPhone and track it down exactly to precise location. And yet we can't purchase ankle monitors in a system that's actually effective and works well. Go talk to Apple, RCIPS, and CIG. They should be able to help you. El Ray says, why would they release him knowing that he would be a flight or boat risk? Who the hell makes these decisions? Well, folks, in this case, it is the judiciary. And I'm going to find out which member of the judiciary actually made this horrible decision. I want to know. Because we have to hold everybody accountable in this whole hot mess of a situation. Don't worry, Miss Stone, find out who he went to court. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Damien says, maybe that's the plan. Why lock him up here and pay $90,000 a month? $90,000 a month for what? Prisoners don't cost $90,000 a month. You must have meant a year. (laughs) Um, But they do not cost $90,000 a month. But the problem is, Damien, if he is permitted to leave the jurisdiction, right, without any repercussions for his actions, as I just said, he will be back. And that's a problem for us. It's not about just letting him go, right? It is about letting him go and he becomes a greater risk to the people of the Cayman Islands. Now the police talk about this man is dangerous. Don't approach him. He's armed and dangerous, really. Hmm. Did the judiciary appreciate how armed and dangerous he is when they decided to give him bail? Did the DPP's office make an adequate application or, or, you know, um, not application, but an adequate Um, counter-argument as to why he should be given bail? No, sir. Leaves a lot to be desired, I must tell you. Ruffsy says that legalization will slow down a lot of of criminal drug business. A criminal drug dealer has no rules. 
doesn't care what age you are. And when someone is just looking for weed, a criminal will probably give or put something else in someone's weed. But but listen, legalization doesn't address any of those issues, to be honest. You can't legalize marijuana and make it a free-for-all where even your teenagers can get it. There will be rules when you legalize it, if you legalize it. And legalization does not resolve any of those other individuals being able to get access to the marijuana. And let me be clear, legalization, what country was it recently legalized in? It actually hasn't worked for them. I don't want to talk about that issue today, but we're going to have to, I know how y'all love to jump on the ganja bandwagon. And we're going to look at examples of whether or not legalization actually works because now we have a country who has legalized drugs and it has proven to not be successful whatsoever. Good morning, caller. Good morning, caller. Morning. Sorry, I had to. I had to just make a comment about mm-hmm. the legalization. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. If we legalize it, right, and we take away the clients from the drug dealers, only then they're going to be targeting the younger kids that can't get it legally. Mm-hmm. So then, their whole clientele will be younger kids. I think it'll make it worse. That's just my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to thank you, honey. We're, we're going to get to the discussion because I want to make sure I have all of my research and facts and everything lined up um, to really be able to argue my opinion and not just my opinion, but w- what the case studies are now showing in terms of legalization of drugs. Hmm. All right. Morning, Lanny. Miss Darlene McKenzie says that's why their boat cruises can't be mashed up because it's too many of our law enforcement officers Maybe the head of it are involved. Well, we see at least they're enjoying it. And listen, there's not a single one of those uh, boat cruises that you don't have people there smoking marijuana, dry humping each other, you know, throwing money at each other, all kind of foolishness. And our officers, police officers, who when they put on a uniform, they expect to be rolling up on you and talking about you must respect them. I know one thing. They better step aside. Mm-mm. Don't come to me with your foolishness. Nope. They, they can't be respected because of how they carry themselves. When you're an officer of the law, both inside and outside of that uniform, you have got to remember that you still represent the RCIPS and you must carry yourself a particular way. And I know some people who work for the RCP, but Sandy, in my personal time, I want to do whatever. If I want to be skinning out in these streets, I must be able to do that. Really? Then don't become a police officer. Go find some other job, not around children and not around the RCIPS or enforcement agencies in, in general, where then you can skin out and nobody's not going to be business with you. They'd be like, oh, she works Butterfield, so let her go skin out. That's fine. <laughs> Morning, caller. Morning. <clears throat> Good morning. You know, I'm talking about this. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, no, I was out talking about the slackness of the police. I don't know if you remember, I think it was two or three years back at the back of Manu or one of them parades when um, you had uniformed officers out on, on, mm-hmm. on the street. Like all these women just. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember it. Up and whining up in this and that. And the officers were just there kind of, you know, taking it. <laughs> Yeah, I know that's true. That is very, very true. I remember it. Mm-hmm. And that was not that was not a good look um, for the RCIPS then either. 
you know, again, if you want to be in a particular job, you have to know that there are rules of engagement. That's like you being a police officer and thinking, oh, your boyfriend can be a gangbanger or he can be a drug dealer, whatever. No, that's not how that, hello. You can sit back, well, well, my behavior, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong. Really? Natasha, good morning. Says, why are you surprised the Russian illegal gun importer charge um, yet? Or is he still in bail living his best life? I think I saw him and his wife the other day. You know, where was that that I saw them? Was that Ale Thompson's on Saturday? Uh, the, um, the Ale Thompson's this weekend had the, what was it called? Tool Fest or whatever. I could swear I saw him there. He's a very unusual looking guy, I must tell you. I'll just leave it at that. He's kind of distinctive in terms of how he looks. But yes, I mean, he's been charged and he's on bail. And to Gabby's point, Gabby says if he doesn't have any convictions, doesn't he have the right to bail? Well, it's not about a right to bail. In law, it's called a presumption in favor of bail. However, the judge, the magistrate's responsibility is to balance all things right? And if our magistrates are clueless about what is actually happening in the streets of the Cayman Islands, when they decide whether someone is entitled to bail or not, they need to understand the criminal element of what's happening in our streets. So saying, oh yes, we'll take his passport is not enough when he can just jump on an illegal boat and leave the jurisdiction. Listen carefully. He is an, as someone said, he is an obvious flight risk. And it's not just the port, the legal ports of entry. He's an obvious flight risk for the illegal ports of entry as well. Our magistrates, our judiciary, seem to not really know sometimes what is really going on. And this is a prime example of that. Well, how is it going to make any difference if the man can just jump on a plane and go about his business? Mm -mm. Morning, Miss Donna. She says, that's right, Sandra. Morning to Emma. Pat, good morning to you. She says, respect is earned. Natasha says, if you do a quick search, you'll find multiple videos of officers at carnivals in England, Canada, etc., gyrating revelers. Wow. In a small jurisdiction such as the Cayman Islands, where you're more likely to have interaction with those same officers <laughs> once they're in uniform and you really are trying to garner like the respect of the community, that's probably not a good idea. I mean, you go to carnival in England, you gyrate on an officer. Some of them have gotten in trouble for the same thing. But I tell you what, um, you're not likely to ever see that police officer again. The force is that big. In Cayman, you had run to a police station the following Monday because then your same boyfriend had too much to drink at Carnival. And, and you make a police report against him for beating you up, for harassing you, whatever. And um, when you show up, it's the same officer that you were gyrating on at Carnival or on these cruise boats. I'm just saying. 
All right. Somebody says somebody else says, yeah, but that still doesn't make it right. Uh, did you guys see the one with the OnlyFans lady who um, she's a school teacher and she also had an OnlyFans account? This kind of goes hand in hand with our discussion uh, a couple weeks ago with the lady on the um, on the cruise. Right. Wearing that revealing outfit and saying that she also works at a um, she works at a school and y'all were like, well, what's the big deal? Let her live her life. Well, this OnlyFans lady for having an OnlyFans account and working as a school teacher, she was suspended from her job. You know, I don't, I don't, I almost don't understand it. I'm like, listen, if you want to be an OnlyFans star, and you know, a lot of OnlyFans accounts are like, they into all kind of fetishes and you have to be kind of freaky deaky, whatever. Um, to make some money on that platform. You you cannot have your cake and eat it too. This seems to be something that's missing. If you enjoy the money from having an OnlyFans account, yes, you cannot also be a high school teacher teaching people's children. So this is a high school teacher in Missouri. She was suspended after officials discovered her OnlyFans account. English teacher Brianna Copage, 28 years old, has since said that she knew the risk uh, of setting up an OnlyFans profile. But she started the account as a way to support her household in addition to her salary as a teacher. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too, sister. If you want to have an OnlyFans account, which, by the way, they can make a lot of money at, and you want to be in the entertainment, adult entertainment business, you have to choose. You can't do both. Yes. It's a reputational concern. So now she's decided that she'll go ahead and quit her job and become straight up just only fans. Well, good for her. That's the best decision in my opinion. I don't know what she does on OnlyFans. I don't know what kind of account she has set up. But if you love teaching so much, you can be one of those naughty teachers on OnlyFans. Maybe that's a way to share your love of teaching um, and still maintain your OnlyFans account. I don't know. But they're not people's high school children are the problem. Um, you know, they will be adult people, I guess. I don't, I don't know how I don't know how y'all doing stuff on OnlyFans. But anyway. She's resigned as of 16 hours ago. Mm-mm-mm. It is what it is. Somebody tell me they're gonna start a they're gonna start a petition about um her getting her job back. Shall go sit down? Mm-mm-mm. Y'all need to do better. Seriously. What a mess. Mm-mm. What a hot mess. All right, let me see now. Um I want to see how many I'm trying to see. I'm on this petition page and I want to see how many of you finally signed William's petition. Hold on one second. Let me look it up. The last time I checked, it only had seven signatures. 
I was like, y'all are something else. Knowing full well you're giving that man false hope. Um, where's the petition? Let me see. All right. Yep. You cannot have your cake, folks, and eat it too. You got to be able to pick, choose, and make certain decisions around these things. Uh, Natasha says in Cayman, I would prefer to actually see the cops out and about on foot. Have you have yet to see one who is locked up in the car with AC and on their phone, not surveilling the community? You know, they, at one point they were starting to do more of the ones on the bicycles and they even have the little ATM, whatever, which they, they don't really use those, I think, on the road road, but they'll use those like at certain events, um, like, you know, Taste of Cayman and concerts and kind of drive around those. But yeah, I don't know why we don't see more foot officers and more people on, uh, more officers on bicycles. I mean, I know it's hot out there, but they do have uniforms that are shorts and so forth. But I don't know, honey, Joe. I don't know. Uh, Jonathan, good morning, says there's so many purposely, purposefully ignored elephants in the room. The manure is past head height. <laughs> Leroy getting up in his feelings, some of she's hot and he wants her to be his teacher. Leroy, go sign up for OnlyFans. You're an adult. Marshall says that there's a difference between a teacher at a school and a janitorial worker who goes to different schools cleaning. I think when you think about the person's reputation, it's probably the same logic. Johan, here comes Johan and his saltiness. If Auntie Sandy gets an OnlyFans page, I'm likely to go bankrupt watching my brown sugar twerking, and you would never see that, Johan, so don't worry about it. And we know Johan not going bankrupt because he's the cheapest person, one of the cheapest people I know. He's not as bad as some other people. I won't call their names, but he's not spending that money on anything, any such thing, so don't have him fool you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to rough seas. I guess it depends on what school you go to. She could be every little boy's fantasy. I remember having a super crush on a teacher. Uh, but rough seas, that doesn't mean that the teacher should be encouraging your super crush. And she should certainly not be engaging in anything that would bring her into possible disrepute. In fact, did y'all hear about the teacher who's now arrested? For, um, she just gave birth. To a child, hold on, I think we, um, I don't know if we covered this story, but she's been arrested um, after giving birth to the child, the student's child. She's 33 years old from Louisiana, gave birth to the student's baby, and now she's been arrested for rape after turning herself into the authorities. And as, as they should, Child molestation is child molestation, folks, whether it is a man or woman. She actually was having relations with a child at a middle school. Can you imagine? Mm, mm, mm. My God. What a sick woman. 
Now they say he's 17 years old now, but only God knows when that relationship actually started. They believe it dates back two years. No, sir. She's been charged with counts of third-degree rape and oral sexual battery, as well as four counts of felony carnal knowledge of a juvenile. Throw her in jail, please, and throw away the key. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, this story is trending all over the place. I mean... You're a teacher, for God's sake. What is wrong with you? How do you justify this kind of behavior in your head? (laughs) Oh, this is so funny. All right, um, let me see here. Gabby says in Toronto, they're on foot, bike, even horses. Al, good morning, how are you? Says we live in such a stupid world. Imagine people can't even go out in the middle of the ocean and dance while others at home and they're at home and they're losing sleep about others living their best lives. Dance like no one is watching. The biggest drug dealers are pharmaceuticals, all legal, and the irony of things. Mm. Patricia says um, other jurisdictions have officers patrolling on foot, despite the heat or the cold. Patrolling on foot is a proven deterrent to um, to crime. Did y'all see that video? I think we showed it on the morning show once, where we had um, police officers driving by right there off of Mary street. I think it was as someone was trying to break into the car and the officer still didn't see it. Do you remember that? That was about maybe a month ago. What a mess. Rough sees says what, at what age are the kids she was teaching to me? It doesn't matter. Once you're a child, you're a child. I don't care if you're 15, if you're 12, I mean, it is, much more horrible the younger the child is, but it is still a criminal offense, regardless of whether um, the child is 15 or 10. We shouldn't get caught up in, oh, let's give her an excuse if it was like a 14-year-old. Hmm. All right, let's take a commercial break because I want to come back and talk about a very serious topic of senior abuse. This is, oh my God, I can't believe that this is happening in our community. But people are going around assaulting seniors, and this is something we need to be very, very concerned about. We need to nip it the bud. Vehicles are not only unsightly, they also lower the quality of life in our neighborhoods and pose serious public health and safety risk. To report a derelict vehicle, please call the Department of Environmental Health on 949-6696. Be a part of the solution, not the pollution. Littering is a crime punishable by a $500 fine or six months in prison. Brought to you by the Beautification Task Force and Ministry of Tourism and Ports. 
Friends, Caymanians, Whopper fans, I do declare that this king is... Angry. The Angry Whopper is back after four years. Flame grilled quarter powder topped with melted pepper jack cheese, hot angry sauce, crispy angry onions, iceberg lettuce, jalapenos, and tomato. But that is not all. You can now get angry everything. Angry chicken, angry fish, even angry breakfast. Ask for angry at Burger King and we'll add pepper jack cheese, angry sauce, angry onions, and jalapenos to any sandwich. Angry everything is here for a limited time only and only at Burger King. I'm Kenneth Bryan, Minister for Tourism and Ports, and I need your help to keep our beautiful islands clean. Littering is unsightly and negatively impacts our tourism industry, which is crucial to our economy. Keeping our islands clean is everyone's responsibility, so let's all work together to keep the Cayman Islands beautiful for generations to come. Be a part of the solution, not the pollution. Littering is a crime punishable by a $500 fine or six months in prison. Brought to you by the Beautification Task Force and Ministry of Tourism and Ports. Ocean Ridge Heights offers an amazing opportunity to own a piece of land in idyllic Cayman Brack, right on the bluff, starting from $80,000. Located in a quiet residential area with high elevation, these lots are ideal for a future home or investment property and are sure to go fast. Cayman Brack offers a laid-back lifestyle, amazing pristine diving, limestone caves, diverse flora, along with amazing wildlife. Inquire about the owner financing options so that you can secure your piece of paradise today. With only a few lots remaining, these are sure to go before you know it. Contact Crichton Properties today on 345-949-5250 or info at CrichtonProperties.com. Recover Personal Injury Attorneys, helping injured people get what they deserve. Did you know that insurance companies have lawyers that represent their interests? Before signing and accepting any settlement, know your rights. Call us today for a free consultation at 924-9999. That's 924-9999. Recover. Your personal injury attorneys are on standby to assist. All right, folks, um, just having a look at uh, some of the questions and stuff that are coming in um, this morning. Someone is asking me to discuss something. I am aware of this situation. I actually have been mulling it over in my head, uh, really, in terms of how to do this. But all right, let, let, let me discuss it. Um, first of all, there are very few things on this program. There's really nothing that's um, that we wouldn't discuss, I would say. Um, some things can be a little bit more uh, sensitive than others. Um, but, you know, no, nobody's off limits. No topic is off limits. We try our best to certainly, um, if something requires a degree of sensitivity, we try to be as sensitive as we possibly can. And some topics I feel like I've spoken about repeatedly, and for whatever reason, it just does not appear to be sinking in. Okay. Let me see here now. All right. Um, there is a video that has been circulated the last couple of days. I have seen it and I've received it countless times. I actually first received it probably two days ago of a government worker 
engaging in a sexual act with another government worker. Yes, it has gone viral. I'm very much aware. It is an unfortunate situation. I know the young lady in the video. And um, I have said it on numerous occasions, and I'm going to say it again this morning. I do not understand and I do not know why you girls, women, young ladies, however you want to define yourself, strippers in the streets, hookers in the street. I don't know how you want to define yourself, but you have got to stop allowing men to put you in a position that will further tarnish your reputation out in these streets. I don't know how much I can say this, but y'all have got to stop making people take photos of you. Stop making these men take videos of you because once it happens, you will never recover from that type of a situation. I've seen the video and I cannot unsee it. Right? Stop letting men put you in this position, convincing you that somehow this is a good idea. It is never a good idea. Don't let anyone record you. Don't go make a sex tape, a sex video, whatever y'all calling it these days. Huh? Because right now, this young lady who is a mother of children in this community is having her photo. Somebody just sent me photos again and said, oh, look, she works for government. She's in this department. She's here. She, you know, so-and-so baby mama. Well, he got about 12, but that's all right. Your situation is all over the streets of the Cayman Islands when it really should not be. And what's worse is it's with another government worker. Funny enough, happens to be a police. Who has a woman, I don't know if they're married or not. And the woman is pregnant with child as this video is out in the streets circulating. I don't know who got, I mean, this. the sources say that he accidentally posted it to his Snapchat. Somebody grabbed it. And then you see, that's how these things happen. Stop putting yourself in compromising positions. Johan says, are they consenting adults? Yes or no? Does that matter? Does it matter if they're consenting results? Because right now, in the streets of the Cayman Islands, you're going to see this video of this girl slobbering all over somebody's private parts. And it's not a good look. She could be 50 years old. She could be 100 years old. She could be full consenting. That is not the point, Johan. 
The point is, if she cares about her own reputation, she would never allow any man to record her. No recording, no photos, no nothing. You think her being a consenting adult and them both being a consenting adult is going to make a difference right now? Do you think it matters? In these streets... When everybody is seeing these videos and everybody is talking about the nastiness and this, people even looking at her outfit and saying, that I know old video because she's wearing that outfit at work the other day. Quite frankly, we do have more important issues that I would like to be discussing, such as senior abuse. But I've got people sending me the video right now as we speak in, in live time. Other people messaging me about it, saying, Sandy, can you talk about the logistics of this? It, you know, is it legal for somebody to share this video? Forget the consenting adult. Forget the legalities of sending these videos around. One, one person has it. It is going to go viral. The very nature of what it is. Young ladies and girls, listen to me. I've been saying this for years. Even before CMR existed, there was one that went really, really viral. Down at a nightclub in West Bay Road with two young girls. I said, do not put yourself in this position. You can't undo it. Huh? Oh, well, it, uh, every excuse in the book, but Sandy, that was a private event. It was a private party. This not, I said, I don't care. I don't care. These young girls, one of them, I think, even end up losing a scholarship because of this. Private event or no private event. Once it is captured, you've got footage, you've got photos, your reputation will never be the same again. And every single time people see you, honey child, the first thing that will pop into their mind 50 years later, no matter what you accomplished in life, is the fact that you were skinning out and jumping on some man. Seriously. It's ridiculous. Stop doing it. Right? What sense does it make for you to expose yourself quite literally in that type of a situation? I don't know. I honestly do not know. Hey, one Don, just joined the, the live stream. One Don, Wagwan, you want to talk to Auntie Sandy this morning? The police say that they're looking for you. And you're here in the live stream. Maybe you can tell us what's going on. Where are you, you going to? Joelle Duncan, somebody just say you just joined the live stream. They said, look, Sandy, one Don just joined on. Watching the show. <laughs> you watching us and police say that they're trying to find you, honey child. What's going on, one Don? What a mess. What a mess. Johan says, um, judge not. They decided to do their thing. How's that your, mine, or anybody else's problem? Uh, how is this news? It's different if it was a secret recording, but remember, choices have consequences. Well, Johan, it's news because we cover things that are topical and that are in the community. And so everybody this morning 
is talking about it. And someone has sent in a question and they have asked to discuss it. And that's why I'm discussing it. This person says, I swear your hand would be the worst politician. <laughs> what a hot mess. <sighs> so someone says, no, um, they're not married. She's Tiffany's friend. Oh, don't know why she would lay down with him. Mm -mm. She's due sometime next week. I feel bad for her. But why lay down with these men, WH, fill in the blank? The guy posted it on his Snapchat, and so it was no longer private. And he thinks that, I mean, people are claiming that he accidentally posted it. I don't know anything about Snapchat. I've never used Snapchat in my life. So I don't know anything about that. But what I can tell you is... Um, you know, it's just it's just unbelievable that this situation has gone viral. And unfortunately, um, the community is talking about it. We talk about on this program, Johanna, in case you've not been paying attention, what people are talking about. It doesn't always have to be an official news story. Okay, get with the program. Tammy says, Sandy, detectives fast. <laughs> Wandan, Wagwan, tell us the truth now. What's going on? The police say they want you. And you, you're gone, but your business. What a hot mess. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, the only thing I can do is continue to warn you all to please don't put yourself in these types of compromising situations. It never looks bad on the man, right? The only person that y'all are going to be trying to hold responsible for this, he got a, he got a woman, like somebody said, they don't know why he, she went and lay down with him, but he got a woman out in these streets pregnant now that's having a baby for him. He's going to have his anchor child and he's going to be able to stay in Cayman. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he not a good, right? Right in the car, this kind of foolishness is going on in the streets of the Cayman Islands. And it makes everybody look bad. And Johan, the other thing is, like I said, she has children. I don't know how old her children are. But if you think now, oh, he's Caymanian? Oh, he already has a baby. Oh, he already got his anchor baby? Well, excuse me. That's a, that bag is already secured. Um, yeah, he's a police constable. Yep. I heard that part, but yeah, I mean, the other thing is you have to think about this person's children. If you think that, um, you know, that her children one day is not going to see that you're going to be sadly mistaken. Somebody say he's Caymanian. Okay. Well, Regardless, one day her children's going to see that. It's like Kim Kardashian. You know, when she's talking about, oh, you know, um, sex video. That sex video is what made her who she is. Elevated her to celebrity status. Gave her a big jump start. And now that she's more mature in her 40s and she has children, now she's like, oh, my God. My children are going to see this video. Duh. 
You didn't think about that when you were making it your money bag? That one day you might have children? And yes, your children are going to one day see it as well? So yes, choices have consequences. And if we don't talk about um, the fact that, you know, choices have consequences, and maybe young people who are listening to the program can learn from these repeated mistakes of other people, then I don't know what to say. It's a sad, sad state. So apparently he's a key man. And I saw the photo of him and the, the baby mama, the soon-to-be baby mama. Someone says um, that he could lose his job for posting it. If it's who I'm hearing about, he's from Baden Town. Yeah, I see the name. I mean, I don't know who he is. Now, the there's a, there's a question of whether or not circulating this video is an actual criminal offense. I don't know that it is for the same reason as Johan pointed out. They're both adults. <laughs> there's not a child involved here. So, you know, it is what it is. Eh. I don't know what to say. My best advice, folks, is don't do it. Don't listen. Be as freaky as you want to be. If you're a consenting adult and the other person is a consenting adult, that's not, I'm not trying to be no morality police. You want to get your freak on? That's your business. What I'm telling you is when you get your freak on and you allow somebody to record it, videotape it, whatever. Snapchat it, whatever the heck it is that they're doing, and it goes viral, then don't come to me complaining and or, or, or don't say nothing about you feel a way about it. Own it. Own your nastiness because now all of Cayman has seen it. And what a sight. Even her co-workers like, Jesus Christ, Sandy, I hope she washed her hands and washed her mouth after coming back into work after seeing that. I can't save some of you from your damn selves, you know? I just cannot. I can't show that video. Leroy talking about I must show the video. I would be banned. It's straight up pornography, Leroy. I would be banned from here till kingdom come. No, sir. I'm not into that. I would never show that on public radio. Y'all go create an OnlyFans account. Go make some money off of it, because after this, y'all might need the money. Mm -mm. Blackberry says, I haven't seen it, but from the sounds of it, it sounds like proper porn. Yes, yes, and yes. We cannot show those things under, under no circumstances. In fact, I have not shared it with anyone. I've gotten it multiple times, and I have not even shared it with anyone, because like I said, I know the person in the video, and this makes her look really, really bad. I feel sorry that she has made this poor decision. Oh, my God. The nastiness. I can't. Let's move on. It's it's literally making me sick to my stomach now. I can't I can't talk about it anymore. Dean is asking, did he did she know that he was recording? <clears throat> I mean, it was literally right in her face. 
So I don't see how um, she couldn't have known. And um, I believe she knew. And so the storyline is, oh, this is an old video with my ex. I don't know nothing about that. What I do know is this looks really bad. And if it, and if it, if it isn't that, if it's a current video, which again, people are analyzing the very clothes she was wearing, saying, oh no, that looks like an outfit I saw recently at work. My God, even your job, because of where she works, could now be her job could also be at jeopardy and knowing that she has children. I think that this is, is a really serious, a serious concern. All right. I'm done with that conversation. If you young people can't hear, if you don't want to listen to auntie Sandy, then you're going to have to learn the hard way. And the hard way is going to be that you're going to be embarrassed out in these streets. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Uh, hey there. I'm just trying to turn the radio off. Hello? Um, I yes. just find it very interesting to forget the circumstances, but the part where people are talking about um, the legality around the video sharing. Yeah. Um, I don't know about in the Cayman Islands. I'm sure it probably hasn't been uh, a frequent enough topic to, to warrant any laws being written mm. to that effect. But there's cases all over in the U.S. and other jurisdictions where, you know, um, People have been, you know, whether civil or criminal, have mm -hmm. been penalized heavily for, um, I think they classify it as something like revenge porn, where you usually involve right. some relationship that's gone sour. Mm -hmm. um, but it all it all centers around a posting compromising uh, videos or pictures without consent. So if that person... Uh, was to go after the person that posted it without her consent, they're definitely using mm -hmm. common law ground to uh, have some repercussions. The mm -hmm. other side of it is, if this gentleman, I don't know, I haven't seen it, I'm just hearing about it on the radio. If this gentleman is indeed a police officer, mm -hmm. um, that dude should be uh, unemployed as of right now. RCIPS has a whole digital, digital forensics department mm -hmm. where they chase information and they chase videos and they yep. um, do all of those things to uh, assist them in, in, you know, sending things to the department of prosecution. So yeah. this just seems, I mean, it, it speaks to, it, it speaks to the level of intelligence of the people involved, mm -hmm. uh, but it also speaks to the fact that, um, you know, yet again, let's, let's, let's put another uh, mark on the wrong side of the chalkboard for the RCIPS and the people that they choose to employ. Mm, very sad. Thank you, um, caller. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay, I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I mean, those are some good points and some good questions. And I I don't know if we have anything that covers revenge porn. There's been some, some wild cases here over the years where it has happened. Um, the problem is the person who did the initial sharing, which I'm hearing it's actually him, accidentally sharing it in Snapchat. Like, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not on Snapchat or whatever, you know, so I don't know anything about that. But the allegation is that it's him that initially shared it. Some other people saying that his baby mama got a hold of it and she's now the one who has, you know, made it go viral. But listen, everybody in Cayman who's received this video has passed it on probably at least 20 times except me because I have, I have not, I can say without any fear of contradiction, 
and the RCIPS cannot have access to my phone, so they're going to take my word for it because, you know, they'd be looking for other stuff. But I can tell you that I haven't shared it, but I've received it so many times that I have a real sense of exactly how viral it has gone. And it has definitely gone viral to the next level. And that's not good. Somebody said to me that she can't be that ashamed because she's out there correcting people to make sure that they got her name right. And I, I don't know where that is. Some post on Instagram. Um, and it does apparently show his Snapchat name. So send me where she's apparently having no issue with it because then, of course, probably um, not a pros not, no prosecution will come of that. But remember now, um, you know, uh, remember now, folks, that um, there have been a couple of cases of people who have, um, even Rob Kardashian, I was just talking about the Kardashians. He tried to do that, um, this revenge porn thing with, um, what's her name? Oh God, what was his baby mama's name again? She just had a, a whole, she's found Jesus and decided to redo her life. And she's taken out the butt fillers and the lip fillers and everything else. Black China. So he tried to do revenge porn thing with Black China. And I know that, I think it was Twitter, that shut down his Twitter account permanently. Um, and they, you know, they take that kind of stuff quite seriously. Um, I don't think he faced any criminal charges, but yeah, it's it's a serious concern. It, it's a real serious concern and it's unfortunate. And the only thing that I can tell you is protect yourselves, specifically the young ladies, because unfortunately the young men out here, they don't care. This is like a notch on their bed pulse, right? And it's just disgusting. Um, Andrea says that she's deleted it. Um, Diamond Princess says, I swear I was dead laughing when I was watching it. <laughs> I don't watch porn, but this is something. Ciao. Mm -mm -mm. Anywho, um, let's, let's move on. I want to talk about something else. This wasn't really planned for the show, but I kind of feel like this should almost be, uh, what I'm going to talk about at 1030 where I can wild out a little bit because these people in these groups really get on my last nerve. Miss Romelia, at 10.30, you've got to stop listening to the program today. Let me preface it because you're all going to have to get some hot, your fifth cup of hot coffee this morning because these people really get on my last nerves. And yes, I'm going to cuss them out and tell them about their backside here today. Let's start with who I'm talking about. Give y'all a little preface of what's to come. This group called K-Man Forward. I come in for y'all at 10.30, okay? Stay tuned, because I'm going to set the record straight and tell y'all about your backside at 10.30. So I don't know who Shay is up in the group, and who all these other people are, are talking pure nonsense, but I'm going to come for you and correct you with a degree of correction. The rod of correction is coming at 1030 this morning. Okay. We're not going to do it on radio because yes, I'm going to drop a few words on all of you fools. Until then, I want to talk about a very important issue 
that is facing the good people that came to islands while you're all sitting in your little groups hiding behind trying to be anonymous when you know you can't be an anonymous in a group because everybody screenshots everything and i have seen your ridiculous messages while y'all have time for that we're here talking about important issues in this country including the next topic of elderly abuse yeah i'm gonna go for them this morning because they must have think that because I grew up in the church, I'm not going to sit there behind straight and they are sadly mistaken. Don't be trying to discredit me with your lies, okay? Stay tuned. And any of you old farts who don't want to hear it and don't want to hear no, no words, please log off promptly at 1030 when we end the radio feed. Do not stick around for it. You don't want to hear it. It's none of your business. Go and lie back down and go take your midday nap. All right. Until then, let's continue. There are several videos in circulation, folks. Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus. There are certain videos in circulation and certain photos and incidences um, as of late that have happened with, um, my God, that have happened... No, sir. Thank you, folks. I've, quite a few people have sent me where she was correcting them about what her name is, girl. Don't lose your little job because you know you need your job. Just leave this situation alone. If you report it to the police, let the police deal with it. Don't you be a no Snapchat, no Instagram arguing with these people. Everybody has seen the video. You've gotten your 15 minutes. Next week, somebody else will get their 15 minutes. Just walk away from the drama. Because you going back with these people, it's not going to do you any good. Somebody said that police officer should be ashamed of himself. Hmm. Anyway. Who, who, who Shay is in the group anyway? Which Shay is it? Send me the details, all of you that in the group. Shay who? Because we're going we gonna to set Shay straight, whoever the hell Shay is. All right, until 10.30. Hold, hold that. Snatch it in until 10.30. Um, folks, unfortunately, I've received a number of videos uh, demonstrating that our elderly community is at great risk in this country. I don't know how bad this situation is. I don't know how widespread this situation is. What I do know is that yesterday alone, I received two separate reports of violence against seniors. Lord Jesus. One man is 83 years old. Okay. And when I heard the story yesterday, the, the, the pit of my stomach, like I could not believe what I was hearing. I'm like, are you people serious? You could attack three people attacked um, an 83-year-old man? Oh, my God. Here's what we know. Folks, the photos, I'm going to show you some photos to demonstrate his injuries. I'm not going to reveal who he is. 
But these are very disturbing when you know that this man has lived 83 years of his life, have never been subjected to this kind of thing before. Literally, my stomach right now is churning because someone has decided to assault an 83-year-old man who was trying to stand up for the right thing. Huh? How, how far have we lost the plot? Seriously. Y'all give me a minute here this morning. Just give me, give me a second. I need to take a quick commercial break. I'm so incredibly um, disappointed. Just give me a quick second. don't know who I am, but I know all about you. I've come to talk to you tonight about the things I've seen you do. I've come to set the record straight. I've come to shine the light on you Let me introduce myself I am the cold heart truth All right, folks. Um, honestly, there is nothing that upsets me more than seeing our seniors and children being subjected to any sort of abuse and to know that this is happening at the hands of our own people is something that I find to be particularly egregious. Hmm? I cannot comprehend how and why anybody in their right mind could justify hitting an elderly person, assaulting an elderly person. Uh, Y'all have to help me have this make some degree of sense because it just doesn't make any sense to me. Good morning, caller. Yes, ma'am, I'm still live. Okay. All right. Um, it, it's it's um, you know, it, it, listen. There there are things that we have to take a position on, and we have to be willing to stand up at some point in our lives for other people. And when it comes to children. When it comes to the defenseless animals, when it comes to our defenseless elders, feel no way about speaking up on behalf of those individuals 
because they need us. Huh? How can you reach the age of 83? Huh? Live your entire life, provide for your family. Do all the right things. Be a good citizen. And then turn around and have people assault you because you say, oh, wait a minute. This isn't right. What has happened here? Hmm? I'm going to tell you all a story. One of the cases of elderly abuse stems from the 83-year-old essentially saying, you can't leave a child. Let me, let me, let me, let me break it down now. An 11-year-old child, the mother, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you exactly who these people are. I'm going to show you the mother, decided that she was going away and she wanted to leave her 11-year-old child. They're, they're crotched up with the poor old man, now 83 years old. She wanted to leave the 11-year-old child in the same room with this adult man that she's dating. If I could take my head sometimes and box y'all's heads together. Because the, the consistent message is in this country, we seem to not be getting it. We're putting our children at risk, especially our female children, all the time. Right? Who in their right mind would leave an 11-year-old child to sleep in a room with an adult man. I hear the child is very mature for her age. She's already physically big and mature and not think that that man is going to go after your child. Y'all need to get it together. This is why you're exposing your children to rape and assault on a regular basis. Unbelievable. Come on now. This isn't acceptable. So apparently they're shacked up and living with the, the father of the mother. That would be the grandfather now to the child. And he says, uh-uh, you can't go away and leave this man and this child in my house, I'm not going to allow it. You can imagine, he got more sense than this daughter of his. And because of that, they attack the man, run at the man with a machete, huh? attack him. One second, somebody's calling me this morning. Good morning, caller. Yes, ma'am. You know I'm live on the radio, right? Um, hold on one second. <laughs> How much time you need? 
Okay, two minutes. That's a long time in radio land. One second, folks. Give me one quick second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, hold on one second here now. I've got to find a good clip to play for two minutes, Joe. Mga kabayan, nakatutok po kayo sa Cold Hard Truth, hatid ni Sandy Hill, ang nangungunang talk show sa Cayman, ang Boses ng Masa. All right, folks. Sorry. That was my bank call in child. I had to take that call. Anyway, um, listen to me now, folks. Mm-hmm. I am very, very concerned that this 83-year-old man says, no, I'm not going to allow this to happen in my house. And then what ensued was an attack, a physical attack on him. Let's see. They come at the man with a machete. Attack an 83-year-old man with a machete. So one side claiming that he was the aggressor. I don't know how an 83-year-old man is going to um beat up three other people <laughs> i mean this story is quite unbelievable the police will ultimately be responsible for um doing an investigation laying out the charges so i'm going to tell you what the allegations are i'll read it to you good morning miss sandra my family and i need your help we've been having issues with my family member shakira miller and her boyfriend jason jervis who live in her father's house in Prospect off of Mangrove Avenue. Last night, it went too far when when Jason Jervis attacked Mr. Delroy Miller, Shakira's father, because he voiced his concerns about Shakira with her 11-year-old daughter. Her son and the boyfriend all living in one bedroom in the home. Uh, Mr. Delroy was not okay with Shakira's 11-year-old daughter being left alone at the home with Jason, the boyfriend. And from there, the argument continued. They want Mr. Delroy out of his house because she wants to rent out his room and for more money and has been trying to run him out for years now. After she secretly remortgaged the house a couple years back, the property already had a few rental rooms, but that isn't enough for her. Oh, this is a complaint. This is a clear case of abusing the elderly, especially a seafarer who has also... um, who also used to own Kim and Brack Bakery <clears throat> and has always been there for her. Police and ambulance came late last night and after the attack, uh, we have pictures of Mr. Delroy in the hospital. And to make matters worse, today, October 2nd, is his birthday. My God. So he was attacked basically on his birthday. He's 83 years old and was treated like this in his home. Someone from government needs to step in and help protect Mr. Dalroy and his great-granddaughter, who uh, he was defending. 
Apparently, they say the daughter has been living there rent-free and bill-free in the home with Jason and her two children for years. She's been trying to convince people that Mr. Delroy is senile and that he's of uh, he's not of sound mind. Um, but they say he is of sound mind, sorry. And he's been defending himself against her now for years. And he's gotten two lawyers to work on the case of his illegally remorgant of her illegally remorgant at home, but can't afford to continue the case. Okay. They they're saying that the um they're saying this 83-year-old is the aggressor, and he's the one who then decided to go after three people. Other people are saying they came at him with a machete. He grabbed the machete, held on to the machete to defend himself, and then he received numerous injuries and that they beat him up and he's got cuts in his hand from where he was holding the machete and that those are defensive wounds of him trying to not get chopped up further by a machete and he would not let go of the machete during the altercation and that three adults, one allegedly his own daughter, actually beat him. They want to say that he's the aggressor. An 83-year-old man now, I'm not saying an 83-year-old man might not be capable of trying to get in an altercation, but three people, it's, it's required that three people allegedly assault an 83-year-old man. He even has injury to the top of his forehead. I don't even know how that happened. So this person on WhatsApp is saying, well, he's the aggressor. And that the child was not going to be staying overnight. Well, listen to me. Y'all are slack. No self-respecting mother should be leaving an 11-year-old child that's already quite mature from all accounts with no man. I don't care. You think abuse only happens at night? You think rape only happens at night? Hmm? Come on now. This can't be the case. Well, the police have the the police have the story. Right? Now, if this was the only case of elder abuse that I had to report this morning, that would be one thing. It would it would be bad enough. But there's more. There's another video this morning, folks, that is in circulation of a woman who assaults a man. It's quite a long video. It's actually almost six minutes of a man who, a woman, sorry, who assaults a man. Because apparently the story goes that he might have taken some food or something from her. So somebody says that she was going to be there after school with the same grandfather for maybe two hours. And that she wasn't leaving him with her. Well, the grandfather said he didn't want that happening. 
All I can tell you is if y'all know what's good for you, you need to stop leaving your children with people. It only takes a couple minutes for an assault to take place. Two hours might seem like nothing to you, but trust me, you might want to reconsider. On a government beach now, an elderly man. And I don't know if he's homeless or what the situation is. But she is very, very upset with this man. I'm going to turn the volume down because look like she's cursing at him and carrying on. And um, again, the allegation is that he took some food from her and she's like, I don't play with that. You don't take from my children, blah, blah, blah. So the, the situation does escalate. Like I said, it's a full six minutes. We'll post it perhaps up on social media. I'm not sure yet, but it goes on. And the poor man, whoever he is, he's just sitting there. She's going on and on and on, cursing at him, berating him for at least six minutes. Because as you can see, when the video started, she was already at it. And this person recorded this for six minutes. And you know what is particularly disturbing is that there are children there. There's other adults there watching her. And nobody steps in and says to her, okay, that's enough. I mean, you cuss for a minute or whatever. See that man in the background? I don't know if he's with her that keeps pacing and walking up and down. Right? But why was she permitted to continue to verbally attack this man, yell and scream at him? Poor thing, he, he don't even look like he can help himself. And this situation continues to escalate. To me, this is just unbelievable. Hmm? Honestly, I do not understand why this behavior is permitted. Look, 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 look. Now she starts hitting him. At two minutes and 55 seconds, she walks up to him. Grabs, I don't know if it's food or something out of his hand. Throws it down. I don't know exactly. Like I said, I don't want to play it because I think she's actually using profanity at him. So I don't want the audio. But grabs something out of his hand. She over there smoking a cigarette. Nobody's saying, woman, you need to walk away. You need to calm down. Just leave the man alone. Whatever happened. It's not like he's attacking her. So once she gets a cigarette, she come back, jucks something out of his hand. Picks it up, throws it away. See? And then comes back now, look at that, slaps the man in the face, punching the man. Now he's holding up his hand in a defensive way. And then he finally stands up. And you can see him saying, get away from me. Who is the man in the background who is allowing this no good woman to beat this poor man like this? I don't know if he's homeless. I don't know if he's hungry. I don't know what his situation is. But girl, you are disrespectful. Whoever you are, if that man had boxed you down, you deserved it. Marshall said, is it 1030 yet? You understand? Because you don't know what I want to say to her. Who is this woman in front of children? And y'all wondering why children are violent? Look at this. Huh? 
How do you do this? He's putting up his hands like he's saying, leave me alone. She keeps hitting him and beating him up. And look, the little boy got around from one end of the table, walked around to the next end. And look, she hit him so hard, the poor man even fall down and she keeps assaulting him. RCIPS, if y'all are any good here today, you need to go and find, identify this woman and arrest her for assault. And assaulting a senior should be a more egregious offense as far as I'm concerned. This happened down in town at the beach. Somebody asking, where is this? The poor man fell down and able to get back up and she keep coming again. He should have knocked her the hell out. And I do not believe in violence, trust me. But self-defense, you better believe I believe in that. Look at holding him by his shirt and beating him. Who is the man in the background walk around letting her do this and will not step in? Then look at her, she kicks him. Y'all understand, listen, 10, 10.30, better hurry up and come, you know. 10.30, I only have half an hour today because I got to go and do a recording, but listen to me. She puts her foot and kicks the man and he falls down the little steps of this place. It looks like it's at the beach side there in Barden Town. Woman, you are disgusting. You are absolutely disgusting. You should be ashamed to call yourself a Caymanian this morning. This is not how we were raised. But you see, you know why there's so much fighting and murderation in the streets and in schools? Because we raise entire generations now of beyond animals. They have no respect for nobody. This is beyond heartbreaking. How could this woman do this? Who does this sort of thing? The person says when you first see him fall, it was from a kick also. Let's get this woman off the streets. Exposing her children to this. And I cannot believe, like I said, that that man in the red shirt, I don't know who he is, that he sat there for at least six minutes, more than six minutes, and allowed her to repeatedly assault this old man over and over and over and over again. All right. Somebody done identified her. They said the woman in the video is Toria Terry, who has a gun charge. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, now. Let's go look her up on CMR because no doubt she's probably been on there already. They say her children seem unfazed. Yeah, because they're used to this violence, you see? Those poor children, they're going to be the next generation of problems. Look at her. Look at her beating up this poor man. Well, this should be an open and shut prosecution case as far as I'm concerned. But honestly, she she needs a little bit of jail justice. When she go to jail, somebody to grab her and tump her for six minutes like what she'd been doing to this poor man. This is ridiculous. And a man standing there allowing her to do this? He should have stopped her. Look, a man could have broken his neck when he just fell off that ledge when she kicked him like that. Look at a poor man rolling on the ground. Good morning, caller. Good morning. You can believe that our seniors are being subjected to this type of behavior? My God, what has Kim and 
become. I don't know what this guy might have done to her. The, street, no the, the streets are saying that she took some food and she's talking about, oh, that's food for her children. She's disgusting. She is, she should, she's not even a, a human being. Hmm? What the hell has Kiman become? Mm-hmm. Yep. The bad is, is for some of our forefathers, they would be turning over my in God. Their grave. Trust me. And what the hell is that guy? There, are, there must be other people that seeing this. Well, the poor, the poor, the it. poor children. Who is somebody say seem unfazed? There are three, at least three children that I can see in this video who are sitting there watching this. Can you believe it? And the, and the guy in the red. Oh my God! This, this, the this is so despicable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sandy, you keep the pressure on. Thank you. Without you. <sighs> wow. Somebody said, can you imagine if he had broken his neck? <laughs> My God. Thank you, Mr. Dexter. Well, it should be somebody identify her from this. Yeah, then, now, now we know who he is. I, I have a picture. I'm going to put it up here in a second. I hope. I hope the, the the police see this and take whatever action. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sandy. Thank you, my dear. Unbelievable. So we have a name and we have a photo here. Let me just see where the system has saved the photo. So, wow. You, you have a problem. Lawless, not even the word for her. Here she is. Was featured on CMR before. Entered a guilty plea back in 2019. The guilty plea updated in March of 2023. For um, it was given a suspended sentence, 27 years old, Toria Angela Terry. Suspended sentence after pleading guilty to two counts of handling stolen goods. She was with Levi Powell. Is he the one in this video standing up there doing nothing? Or is this another man? Because my God. This is, I can't recall having seen anything recently that has really made me so upset. I, this is hard to watch. Um, I don't know, folks. This is the kind of thing that really makes me angry. There's no reason that I can think of why you would need to assault this man for over six. I don't care what he stole from you. I don't care how much food. He could have stole your whole refrigerator. This does not warrant this kind of a response. What is wrong with you? What did he say your name is, Toria? Girl, you need help. If your children are being exposed to this kind of behavior on a regular basis, what do you think is going to be their future? 
DC, DCF, what do they call themselves? DCFS? They need to step in and remove these children from what is obviously a violent environment. These poor kids. They sat there and watched, as someone rightfully said, unfazed for six minutes. This behavior. How is this possible? Hmm? Boy, I tell you. I good morning, caller. Good morning, Sandra. I, I, I'm not watching it. I'm just listening to what you say. And this is horrible. The man with the red shirt, as you say, he was probably afraid of her. <clears throat> but I, it, got to, it got to be other people that seen this and would not do anything years ago. Before I was born, before you was born, back in 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 the olden days, people used to be taken out and flogged, mm-hmm. as you as we call it now, beat. Uh-uh. They were flogged. Okay. Well, people like that. Well, can I? I don't know if no Anna classes my dog or my animals with her. I don't know if you can even call that a human being. For goodness sake, if that's all the food that she had for the whole day, is it worth beating an elderly person? Is it, You could get more food, but supposing something, like you said, had broken his neck, broken his back, or something like that. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have had no human being feeling for what has happened to him. Mm-hmm. But the, the the police is too easy going with this sort of thing. Well, they can only do what the law says, but then we need to enforce the law and, and then stand the consequences of all of this whether it's the king or queen or whoever mm-hmm. else want to say, take these people out and flog them. And you're talking about child abuse. Mm-hmm. I've known of a case down here in West Bay where a little a little child, well, this was a young woman having, having children and very young and had five or six of them and one little girl out of the batch was taken out, her own child, and her little hand at age three or four. Now, now they, the government took them away. Her little hand was taken for an ashtray, for an ashtray of putting up cigarette butts mm. in her little hand, I mean, this happened in West Bay. 
the mother and the mm-hmm. father mm-hmm. was doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't take them children away. Take them away, yeah, and flog her for every butt that mm-hmm. was put out in that child's hand. And when, 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 when I was told the story, I didn't know where I was because every time I see that girl, I I I, I have to say, Shirley, don't you do don't you do what you got in your mind? Mm-hmm. Don't you do? Can you imagine? This is what, like Mr. Dexter said just now, mm-hmm. this is what Cayman is coming to because we don't have strict enough laws that they would be afraid of doing things like that. Mm-hmm. That is why these people can carry on mm-hmm. worse than animals. I mean, animals I, I'm sorry, but I, I could not um, sit back and watch that without intervening. I, 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 and I know, you know, obviously someone sat there and recorded this um, and they also did not intervene. But without this recording, it would be their story against his story. It probably wouldn't even get reported because the guy probably, you know, maybe he's homeless. Maybe he's an alcoholic. I mean, he might have issues, but this is an unprovoked assault. Exactly. Exactly. Well, his 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 issues should have been or are tried to be taken care of. God only knows what time are we. I'm asking this to um, Minister Turner, what time are we going to get this mental institute? It is very pretty because it's not a one building thing. It's cottages. We went to see it a few days ago. When are they going to open it? Was going to open it last year. Now again this year, and this year is nearly over. Mm-hmm. When when are we going to help get help or, or People, and I help Sandra put it up there. Put it up there. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. and you have a good weekend. But uh, when ten thirty comes, is that going to be on the on eighty nine point one? No, well? no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. You can't get me fired. That will not be. Oh. <laughs> I, I, you oh. know, I don't work for nobody else, but you know what I mean. Um, our yes, frag yes. would be all too willing to find me if you want to. And if you're not uh, offended, let me be very clear. If you're not offended by foul language, because there will be foul language, I'm forewarning for what they say forewarning is forearmed. My mouth not oh. joining no church today. Come 1030. Okay. Good for you. All right. Good honey, for you, my dear. Thank you Have very a good much. Weekend. All right, love. Um, yeah, so at 10.30, we'll come off the radio. That's not going to be on radio. It cannot be on radio. And yes, I'm going to drop a couple truth bombs and also tell people that when you live in a glass house, you worry nothing about me. Shut your mouth and stay in your glass house because some of y'all are completely out of order and you're going to get it today. I'm sick. Listen, five minutes left. Five minutes, Sandy. Relax yourself. Cool it down. We soon come because y'all don't know. Y'all have no clue the times that I be trying to defend you and you in these groups spreading lies and propaganda on me. I got to fix your behind this morning. You wait. Don't worry. 
it coming. As a matter of fact, trying to find the message now from the last person who was complaining about how you not pay them their money. Hmm. You think people don't know what's going on? Like I said, when you live in a glass house, you must keep your mouth shut. That's your best bet. Yes, caller. Good morning. Yeah, I know exactly who it is. I know who it is. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, <laughs> you were heart attack or a stroke? Is a no, 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 no. You know, you know what caused you a heart attack and stroke is when what? you don't cuss and carry on because then it keeps it on your chest. Y'all better get it straight now. Well, I, <laughs> when you, when you tell them about themselves and you keep it moving, that's when everything woman, is going to be okay. You're a strong woman, but no matter mm -hmm. how strong you are, you only got one heart. Before before you cut me off, <laughs> there was this little boy, he goes to, to his dad, he goes to his, father, to his grandfather's place and he says, Grandpa, I'm hungry. Grandpa mm -hmm, mm -hmm. said, there's some food and take a plate. Mm -hmm. He looked at the plate. He said, Grandpa, this plate is dirty. The grandfather said, that is as clean as cold water could get it. Mm -hmm. Then a couple of hours later, he said, Grandpa, I'm hungry again. Just go and help yourself to the fridge and take a plate. He takes the plate. Grandpa, the plate is dirty. At the same time, the dog puts his head on the table, and the grandfather says, okay, cold water, it's time to sit down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. You know, I totally missed your joke this morning. I'm going to be honest with you, because in my head, I'm sitting here reading a few messages and trying to get caught up. You might have to tell me the joke again, Mr. Dexter. Tell me one more time. Okay. This little boy goes to his grandfather mm -hmm. for... Um, to visit him, my mm -hmm. grandfather said, take a plate and help yourself with some food on, on the, in the pot. So he, he looks at the plate. He says, oh, my God, Grandpa, this plate is dirty. He says, that is as clean as cold water could get it. And then another time, he, he said, Grandpa, this plate is dirty again. That is clean as cold water could get it. And then the dog puts his head on top of the table and he says, okay, cold water, go and sit down. The, the, the dog was named cold water. <laughs> oh, I got you. Thank you for the laugh. All right. You take care, man. Yes. All right, darling. Okay, bye. Appreciate it. Um, so... <laughs> Oh, Mr. Dexter, always comedic relief. Let, let's read some of your comments. Um, this is unbelievable. Soka says, oh, my God, for food, if I had all the money I've spent feeding hungry people, I wouldn't have to work. Ms. Sue McLaughlin says, unbelievable. Makes me sick and sad, uh, really, in front of children, too. Aliano says it goes to show. Um... Okay, almost 12.30. I mean, 10.30. It all goes to show you if a man was doing this to a woman, all bets are off. Rough C said you'd be surprised how much violence women stir up. Folks, if you're listening to the radio, thank you so much. Please have a safe weekend. Um, we're going to turn up here now.
in just a couple seconds after we disconnect a call. I actually need to take a quick bathroom break and then we're going to come up, come back and turn up. Give me one second, y'all. I need to empty my bladder because Jesus knows we don't want to have no little tinkle, tinkle accents around here because I'm going to, Miss Brenda, I believe you might get offended by foul language too. So I want you to come off now. I don't want you getting upset. Um, anybody else who gets offended easily? I don't like to hear a couple BBC words. Cameron says 10, 9, 8, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We're going to turn up. Let me hit that disconnect on the radio. Let me take a bathroom break. And as a matter of fact, I want to play one Tupac song, but that might get me blocked, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, make sure you catch what's happening this weekend, folks. This is a great comedy act. You do not want to miss it this weekend and next weekend, and then that's it. It's done. Great show. Uh, give me a second. Get your get your rum. I got my apple cider vinegar. Stacy, don't make mother-in-law hear the conversation. Now, you know, turn it off the radio if you're listening on the radio, and she's with an earshot because we're going to get it here in just a second. I'm going to the restroom. I'll be right back. All right, folks, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back, bitches. Where you at? All right, here we go. Here we go. I don't care. Listen, those of you who are offended by profanity, I'm only going to keep it to after hours. And if you don't want to hear it, you simply don't log in after hours. So come off the live stream. Miss Brenda said, cuss all you want. No problem here. <laughs> she not business. Miss Brenda, sometimes these people just, the only way I can respond to them is on a level that they are going to understand. You understand what I'm saying? So yes, I'm going to turn it up and tell them about their backside. Who are we going to start with this morning? Let's start with this message, shall we? Okay. These messages in this group. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. I got her digits. Don't you worry about that. Let me look up something on my phone. Because if these people had any idea how much I know about them and their business, like I said, when you live in a glass house, you should keep your fucking mouth shut. Huh? Y'all love to go around pretending like you are somebody that anybody should be looking up to when in fact the opposite is the truth. I don't sit here and pretend to be anything that I am not. Let us make this very, very clear. Y'all who want to live in fantasy land and la la land, that's your business. 
Hold on one second. Let me make a phone call. Because if you know how long people have been asking me to call you out, Shay McLaughlin, you would shut your fucking mouth and don't ever come for me. But this morning, it's going to be your fucking turn. You hold on one second here now. I need to make one phone call. Okay? Because the number of complaints that I've gotten about you over the years, what you need to try to do is pay your pension and insurance to your staff and stop abusing your fucking workers. That is where your concern should be this morning. It shouldn't have nothing to do with me. Somebody says she sent one voice note. All right, Miss Owen, listen to that too. Mm -hmm. That one busy. Um, hold on. Let me send them a text message. Mm-hmm. Trying to get the details. Could a person um mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I gotta look up the messages here today and give y'all a dose of the cold hard truth. Because, like I said, there's certain people who really should just sit in their little corner and don't have a word to say. Because the abuses that they're out here creating in this community, they need to shut the fuck up. Let me tell you what this is all about here this morning so we're all on the same page, shall we? Okay. Never a good idea to throw stones when you live in a glass house. I don't know why some people so idle here. So this group came on forward. I mean, the time y'all spend creating these groups Poor Zeus, he sounded like he got to go bathroom. What's going on, Zeus? My son come to you. And listen to me. Don't think that Zeus don't know when it's 1030. You know? Let me get my poor dog because he's important. Hold on. I'm going to bring him in the room. Hold on. I'll come in, Zeus. Mama's coming. Come here, son. What happened? Come in, Zeus. Okay, good boy. Sit down. I say even poor Zeus know when it's 10 at 1030 because he be turning up. He's like, let me out of this cage, mama. So listen to me. These, um, someone says, isn't came out for the group that Chris Saunders is affiliated with? I have no idea. And in this moment, I'm going to tell y'all that I don't really care. Okay? They are the most idle bunch of people Y'all create these groups and there's nothing but pure idleness going on in these groups. Stop talking and do something. Do something with your lives. Time wasters. So apparently somebody sent this group. This must be another one. I don't know who the hell this is. Talking about Caymanians first. They have 50 followers and eight posts. This is how they're going to start off here today. Oh, um, I can, so this woman says that woman from Mall Road is being paid by special interest groups. Hear this bullshit now. I can tell special interest groups kill people. Listen to the fuckridge. 
Huh? Which is why I understand why people do not speak out in Cayman. Who are these Cayman? Who's Caymanian first? Is that the guy William? This is the group that he created, right? They have also told me their reach, what? Their reach can come to me easily. What? They have also told me their reach can come to me easily. So I believe that this Caymanian first is this guy, William. William or anybody else. Is this a Facebook page? I don't even know where this page is, right? Y'all are so incredibly stupid. William, go sit. Yeah, that's him. That is him. That is him. Here we go. This is it now. So this motherfucker named William, who don't know nothing about K-Man, who don't know nothing about me, thinks that he's going to come at me talking about he can tell. Every one of you clip this message and send it to William. Don't fucking step foot in K-Man again. We don't need people like you. When you did your first video, like I said, I merely had questions about what you were going on with, okay? What your beef was. You couldn't even fucking remember which airline you came into the Cayman Islands. Who travels and can't remember what damn plane they got on? You're a tension-seeking whore, William. I thought you had good, somewhat good intentions, although my initial thoughts were you were someone who is misdirected. It's not that what you said didn't have some truth. We live this reality every fucking day, William. You not got to tell us nothing about it. You don't think we know K-Man? Huh? Stay in your own fucking country and fix the issues over there. Start in your own house. Make sure your own house clean first. You don't know anything about me with all due respect, sir. You know nothing about me. And by extension, you know nothing about the Cayman Islands. And you have proven that. But yet you're so obsessed with us. Why? Why the obsession? It's not healthy. Right? This is what Caymanians should be standing up against. What we cannot stand is people like you thinking that you can come here with your 10, 27 followers. If people believed in your fucking message, you'd have thousands of Caymanians lapping it up and following you. And it has nothing to do with me. I can give you a reality check. You don't know what it is to be in this country and not being able to get a job because you have chosen to, to speak up in this country. So when people like you and when people like Shay McLaughlin decide she's going to share this bullshit in this K-Man forward group, the message that I have for you all, every single one of you, I don't know who the hell JJ is or the rest of you, and people said, remember, Sandy, there's a lot of people in this group who are not saying a word because they do not agree with what they're being said. Y'all can go and suck it. Okay? Because the sacrifices that I make every single day, putting my fucking neck on the line, speaking out on issues in this country, you don't think it has an impact on me? Let me sip some of my apple cider vinegar. William, I have felt it. I know what it is like. Don't make no accusations about no special interest group. What special interest groups? Who the frig are you talking about? Just because I'm calling you out on your obsessive behavior, 10, 15, 20 videos later, it's too fucking much. Something is wrong with you, sir. Huh? After a three-day visit, you're going to be our savior? 
our knight on the wait, uh, knight in shining armor coming in on the white horse. You gonna fix all our problems when you have not even taken the time to understand our problems? One, two people tell you something, and all of a sudden you got it all figured out. That is what is wrong with Americans now, why half the world can't stand you and they're trying to blow your fucking ass up. Leave people alone, right? Fix the cesspool called the United States of America that you live in. Huh? Yes, we have problems, but let me tell you something. And this is what I can't stand about Caymanians. Y'all would rather get in bed with fucking William Oh, yeah, but he told the truth, you know. I've been telling the truth for 20 fucking years since I moved back to Cayman. Acknowledge your own people who have been speaking the truth instead of being crabs in the bucket. Our Caymanians know the truth. And we also have solutions. But as always is the case, some foreigner could come here and tell you more then your own people is what you think. He don't know nothing more than any of us. Yes, Johan, I interviewed him because I needed more information before, before I could form a complete opinion. The verdict was still out. I reached out to him and invited him on because I wanted to hear the details. As I always say, in case you don't pay attention, Johan, move up to the top of the class now. Move up to the front because I know you don't be listening. I say the devil is in the details. And so I wanted to know more about who he saw, what he saw, where he went, what he did. It's called fact finding. And afterwards, I was less convinced of his genuineness because the man couldn't answer most of my fucking questions. So I don't care what you got to say about K-Man. You can't even remember where you stayed and where you, where you ate. When I tell you carnival, not K-Man culture. K-Man culture is our food. We don't have no, no unique K-Man dance. You want K-Man culture? Take your ass and go to church and Miss Romelia. She'll give you some Cayman culture and a nice Caymanian meal after it too. Listen to me. Don't call my name up in no foolishness, you hear me? Do not insult me this morning. Shay, know your place. You need to shut the fuck up is what you need to do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you how much you should shut up. Hold on. I got, I got the video clip right here for you. Mm-hmm. Let me find it. I have something that actually is perfect for what I want to say to you. Where did I put it now? I'm going to find it here this morning. It is unbelievable that people who don't pay their staff, who owe people pension and insurance, mm-hmm, right? Doing shit under the table, not paying the very tilers who worked in your house have been complaining to me about how you not paid them yet for the tiling work that they did. Like I said, it would, it would be in your best interest to keep your motherfucking mouth shut. Huh? I 
I'm in the pocket of special interest. Please name the special interest because clearly I need to go and collect some checks. Hmm? I get up every morning and help people in this community. Even your daughter, when she was saying how this man was trying to assault her, came on this show and we gave her a platform to air her concerns and to warn other young people about this predator. And you have the audacity to sit here in your little group telling lies about, oh, I'm in the pocket of people in special interest. Shay, shut the fuck up. That's the message I got for you this morning. Do not lie on people. And most importantly, do not lie on me. I'm not taken too kindly to this situation here today. It is unbelievable that people, the very thing that this man is claiming, oh, you Caymanians need to find a voice and this and that. The very people that are doing that, you guys want to try to castigate them and try to hold them down because of your own insecurities and your own issues. I am not the one, okay? Let me make myself very, very clear here this morning. I'm a born and bred Caymanian. I left the Cayman Islands for 15 years. Praise the Lord for that experience and that exposure. Okay? But let me make it abundantly clear. Nobody in this country will disrespect me with lies, innuendos, made-up stories, none of it. I have been going to bat for people in this country for too fucking long while you sit down on your fat ass and do nothing. But take advantage of people. Hmm? It is unbelievable. I don't know what your problems are and I don't care. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Somebody told me the other day when I made a point of blocking Carmeline and put Carmeline in her place. Shay McLaughlin had the most to say about, oh, you can imagine she did that to her own sister and this and that. Uh, she shouldn't do that to her sister. Really? You think I care for you or my sister? The truth is the truth. And you must stop abusing people. You know how long your workers been messaging me, begging me? Oh, please help me get my pension money. Please help me get this. Please help me get that. What you should do is go pay your fucking workers and worry less about me. I don't owe nobody. I don't owe no Tylers. Huh? Pay your workers, woman, and keep me out of your mouth. Really and truly? You must have lost your whatever good sense you had. Not today, TD. Not today. Huh? Oh, oh, but Sandy, these people be coming up in nail bar talking about you, you know. Shay, I don't give a fuck. Listen to me and listen to me carefully. I do not care. As I've told you in personal conversations before, those same people got talk about you too. And guess what? They don't pay my bills. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I do not care. 
right? The reason you keep hiring these Filipino workers is because you're abusing them. You don't want to pay them. You want to take advantage of them because they're so meek and, and humble. They're not going to speak out. Well, listen, I not no fucking Filipino. Let me make myself abundantly clear. I am a Caymanian 100%. And I'm going to tell you about your blood clot self. You don't have to like it. You don't have to listen to it. I don't care. But one thing you are not going to do is you are not going to come at me with your lies. Not today. Mm -mm. That's not happening. Somebody sent me one voice note. Hold on. Let me play her voice note now to see what foolishness she's going on with. There's too many of us that get up every morning, chain, work hard in this country, and we do things the right way. We don't need to be bought up by any special interest because we get up every single morning and we work a good hard day's work without taking advantage of anybody. So I am insulted when the likes of you, no scruples, can come, try to come at me in these groups. And you know what is even more egregious is the people who sit back and say nothing, who know better. But that's okay. <laughs> You're not going to worry about that. Because like I said, I have my own fucking voice. I don't need William or anybody else to speak up for me. Nobody is going to continue to hold me down in this country because this is my country. You want to claim, but I have special interests. Name who the special interests are. Hmm? Let me hear who the special interests are. So 20 years plus ago, when I was fighting for the sex offenders um, registry and have been fighting for it since then, who's the special interests? Every time before CMR even existed that I've talked about the bad parking, the, the, the destruction of our environment, the child abuse and molestation, all of these issues, which are nothing new, and is, I'm, I'm, I've been talking about it forever. Huh? Who were the special interests paying me then? You know what it is? Y'all fucking disgusting. Jealousy, pettiness, that is what's killing you. Oh, Sam, they got number one news talk show, number one this and that. Oh, yeah, she look like she, she making a little money these days. She can buy anything that she wants. Y'all make that go to your head, and you think that the only way that people can become successful in life is being undertake and being paid off by somebody. No, no, honey child, that's your fucking MO. Go talk to Mario, because that's the things that you all do. I work hard for my blood clot money, you hear me? And I don't want you and your drug dealing friends, boyfriend, nobody to try and put my name, my good name, my good work character in the mix with you and your bullshit. Cause people need to ask where your money coming from. Ask that fucking question. I work too hard to have the likes of you try to tarnish my reputation. I don't steal from nobody. I don't deal in drugs. I don't hang out with those types of people. I hold myself to a particular standard. And if you have an issue with that, you know what you can do? Hold on. This is what you can do. 
I had an absolute blast. Off. Yeah, make sure you hear oh, it. Listen so good. Great. Listen good. I saw this group. Listen very good see to what this woman got say here now. Christ, Goldie. What'd you do? Listen. Eat the open bar? Yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. See? On, the woman in the red head, that's me. Yes, pay attention. Vince, look at me. Mm -hmm. Look at me in the windows to my soul. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Shut all the way the fuck up until you reach the top of Shut Fuck Mountain where there are no more fuck ups to shut. Mm -hmm. Did you hear it? Here's yes. Me. You heard it? Shut the fuck up all the way to fuck the top of Fuck Mountain. Y'all are really something else. Instead of being part of the solution, huh? You want to sit down and make me the problem? How am I the problem? Caymanians have a mind of their own, right? If they're listening to you, Talking about Caymanians, JJ, say Caymanians will kill Caymanians. Been saying it since 2019. Well, poor you, JJ. I don't know who the fuck you are, but we've been saying this and talking about these issues way before then. So welcome to the party. Hmm? Right? Be attacked by Sandra Hill. Fuck you, Shay McLaughlin. You get the fuck you award of the week. How have I attacked this man? By saying that after eight videos, it doesn't seem genuine to me that there is something clearly wrong with him. His obsession with the people of the Cayman Islands is not natural. Huh? What, what exactly is the issue? Just like you are entitled to your opinion that he must be the savior coming to rescue us all. I am entitled to my opinion that he seems less than genuine. I have not attacked this man at all. I have questioned his sincerity and his motives. I have a right to do so, Shay McLaughlin. I don't know who died and made you king. Hmm? And he's the only person that has given us constructive criticism before. What? Who died and make him king of both um, the Samoan people and the Caymanian people? Right now he's being threatened or because he puts up a video claiming he's being threatened. You fucking idiots. Shay McLaughlin again, got jump on it. Oh, shame on you. Who's threatening him? Y'all are so stupid and ridiculous. Nobody not threatening this man. Threatening who? This reminds me of when Leggy jump up talking foolishness. About how, oh yeah, the people that came around threatening me. Huh? Anytime a foreigner says it, y'all got a fucking problem. When a Caymanian says that they're being threatened, you do nothing. <clears throat> y'all need to do better. Somebody say you should be on the sex offenders list for, for messing with young, young boys. <laughs> you think people not talking about you? You worried about what they saying about me? Don't worry about me. I'm not worried about it. Hmm? After 10 videos because he didn't get the traction that he wanted. 
Somebody send me the link for the petition. Let me see. Did you go sign his petition? Are you one of the seven? If you support the man, stay on his TikTok, give him all the attention in the world. It has nothing to do with me. As of this week, I've said, I'm not even giving this man any more attention. I'm done. Oh, town hall meeting. Let's start a petition. Oh, yeah. What we need to do is we need to solve your tenancy laws. Bitch, you don't know anything about tenancy and landlords in the Cayman Islands. Two people come and tell you something. And all of a sudden you think you know the problem. You don't live here. You don't understand the problem. You know nothing about it. Y'all are so gullible. That's the thing that gets me. And in your gullibility, you think that you can attack good people in this country who are actually trying to make a difference. Well, not me. Hmm? You can try it with your elected officials and they might not say anything. I see all the cry, cry videos. Oh, he wouldn't vote. He wouldn't vote for this. We should remove him from office because he wouldn't vote for this. Shut the fuck up, thief. Oh, we need pepper spray. Like somebody say, somebody needed to pepper spray your fucking ass when you start touching people money. Y'all are, are, some of y'all are just unbelievable. Yes, you're entitled to your opinion, but please do us all a favor and look in the mirror. Look at where you're coming from and who you actually are. And more importantly, not just where you're coming from, but what you continue to be. Won't even elevate yourself. Won't do better. Somebody say, oh yeah, her Miss Feisty. Well, I don't care how feisty or feisty she is. I can be feistier than you, bitch. Get a clue. Somebody say, William's like a fucking cockroach. You can't get rid of him. Nobody in our business with you and this man. But I'm going to um, warn all of you, including William, please send this message to William. I have been nothing but professional to William. William, I'm in nobody's back pocket. Don't fuck with me on a good day. Okay? Shut the fuck up all the way to the top of Fuck Mountain. I have no special interests. Y'all don't even know how hard I have to work and how I make my money. Shut the fuck up. You, William, need to explain why, according to LinkedIn, you have not even had a job since you came out of university. Oh, I'm self-employed. In America, that means you're fucking unemployed. Go and find a real job. Okay? You want to be a TikTok superstar? Well, you're not going to do so on the back of the Caymanian people. Because the majority of people still not listening to you. How many people showed up to your town hall? Now you're getting a pretty good idea of how things work in the Cayman Islands. Did you have, we got almost 700 people right now. Did you have 700 people show up to your town hall? How are you going to be the voice of people who when it comes to your call of action don't actually do anything? And you want people to believe that, oh, you're so important now the people actually threatening you? I don't even believe that. That's not even who we are as a people. Huh? Our people are not that motivated. 
You're talking about landlord and tenancy? Who, who exactly threatened you? The tenancy king of the Cayman Islands? Oh, you can't talk about this issue. We're going to come and get you. Shut up. Shut up. What the hell are you talking about? Caymanian people are so passive. You don't see what we did? Our minister of tourism giving you an all-expensive paid trip. Come back to the Cayman Islands so you can cl- complain about us some more. Let's roll out the carpet. Free trip. Hmm? Oh, we're going to put you up at the rich this time. Make sure you have a personal ambassador. We're going to make sure you see all the culture in the Cayman Islands. Listen to me, sir. Don't come back. Do yourself a favor. Go find somewhere else to complain about. I bet you, you wouldn't go to Jamaica and be complaining about that. They're the bitches who would threaten you. Your bamba clot, you would get some words then. Even the, the, you wouldn't get the Jamaican minister of tourism inviting you back to Jamaica. He would tell you, take your bamba clot over there so now come back. Caller, you want to come on the air? Hello? Yes, ma'am. You want to comment on air? Yes, ma'am. Miss Sandra, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I just take your, the, your number from the from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So my name is Ali. Mm-hmm. I don't know if to want to talk to you and report something from work, mm-hmm. hotel, abuse, and bad things. I don't know if I can make a meeting because me and one of my co-workers want to see you, Miss Sandra. Okay, I'm going to call you after the show. I'll message you after. Oh, okay, man. Thank you. Okay, so you're welcome. You're welcome, dear. Okay. You see, William, that's what we do day in and day out. The number of phone calls I get every day for people being subjected to abuse in this country that I help, that I put my reputation on the line for. Tell me what fucking interest, special interest is paying me. Nobody not paying me. Those poor people come to me begging for stuff. Right? I'm about solutions, not your bullshit talk. Take it somewhere else. Huh? If you see my phone blows up 24-7, at night I have to stop answering the phone after 9 o'clock because y'all don't know when to stop calling. That's what it's about, William, being a real difference, helping people individually solve their problems as we continue to aggravate, agitate for some of the bigger solutions. You don't know what it's like. And I suggest you want to become an activist, start in Illinois where you're from and do your activism there first. Once you have some experience under your belt and you actually know what you're doing, then you can come back over here and give us some advice. But until then, I don't want you around here. Just shut the fuck up all the way to the top of fuck mountain, okay? Now, before I go, because I don't want to be late for work, I got to be somewhere 1130. Let me say this. This woman in this video who was beating up this old man. Hmm? Let me tell y'all something. I have a personal message for Toria, whatever the fuck her name is. You are lucky as somebody say. She is lucky that that is not their father because our grandfather, because I can tell you one thing, woman. If you, I got, I, now y'all can hear the audio how she was talking to this man. Here, here. children things. Teeth children things because the poor man took some food. 
She not playing. She not playing? What she needs is somebody oh, to knock her the fuck down. This poor old man. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself that you sat there and let her for over six minutes berate this guy, kick him, punch him, beat him up. Listen to me. Toria, she, she needs the biggest bitch and fuck lick of her life. Huh? You don't put your hands on ladies, but she's no lady. She's a dog. Worse than a dog. Look at, look at what she's doing to this man. Your fucking teeth. Look at her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The man is in a public place. Watch he knock her out cool, you know. Yeah, he should have knocked her out. Knock her the fuck out and he flatten her, you know, Right? He should have done it. But he never put his hands on her. That shows that this poor man is more decent than she will ever be. Hmm? He fuck it. Mm-hmm. He should have hauled back and knocked her out right in front of them fucking children. And then they with no consequences. What a horrible woman she is. Non-violence? No. Self-defense is not violence, Johan. It's self-defense. They want to rage her. want to wait her. Oh, all them people but behind her doing nothing. What a shame. Bottom towners. Really? Super Saiyan kickball. Yeah? No. No. Come on, anytime you see me out, yeah? Anytime you see me out, yeah? You must run. Who the fuck are you? RCIPS, y'all need to go pick up this woman and arrest her and put her ass in jail. Oh, I'm, I'm the queen of Bardentown Beach. Anytime you see me out, yeah? You must send me out, yeah? You must leave. I swear to God, he should have boxed her flat on her ass. Y'all saw the bitch lick that Cole Van got when she was beating up her boyfriend. He knocked her out Cole. That's what this man should have done to this woman. It's called self-defense. Give her what, what his name is again. Um, I can't remember his name. Give her one bitch lick. Jasim, knockout punch. Anyway, he didn't do it. So I'm going to ask the RCIPS now to please do your jobs. Okay? We should not be tolerating violence in our communities and if women are the perpetrators of violence they should get the same treatment as the men arrested and sent to jail this was horrible what she did to this man caller good morning sandra listen the police need to find something to do tell them come and help the traffic i've no garden since the stop rate is not working it's not sitting down easy. Lauren, have mercy. I'm trying to go across and nobody can't. Mm -mm. Thank you. Um, they got enough to do, and they should start this morning with going and arresting this woman for assaulting that poor man. Queen of the ghetto, says Marshall. William, you want to take on another issue? Talk about Caymanian women who are violent, who beat up old men in public. Take that on since you're so concerned about everything that happens in Cayman Islands. 
Now, let me set the record straight. Because what happens in this country, right? Is that people like Shay and JJ and whoever these fools are believe in William. They believe that they can discredit you by talking about you being paid by special interest groups. Um, meanwhile, William is over here probably, I mean, I don't know how TikTok works, but people are telling me he's earning money off of TikTok because this is the only time he's actually kind of gone viral. Sir, we don't get any money from Facebook. I have never monetized. Even my husband tell me, oh, monetize YouTube. Nope, I've told him. You can ask Marlon the next time you see him. I've told him a million times. I'm not going to monetize no YouTube. I don't care to monetize YouTube. It is a waste of my time. Because then you're beholding to YouTube about making certain types of videos, huh? To make sure that it fits their algorithm. I'm a business with none of that. What special interest group? I'm a very transparent individual. Let me be very, very clear. Every dollar that goes into my account, I can account for. In fact, my bank, I'm in the middle of doing something. Y'all jealous, jealous Bettys are going to be getting upset now. Oh, Sam, they got things going on. Let me tell y'all something. I'm not going to show y'all my bank account because that's really none of your business. But I can assure you, Shay, it's more cash in there right now that you've probably ever seen in your bank account because the second you get a dollar, you spend it. So you don't know nothing about this life. I am trying to build generational wealth, something I can leave my daughter from one generation to the next. But every single transaction that goes into my account, I have a contract that is attached to that transaction. So when my customers advertise with me, I file it. I, I do my proper paperwork because you see, I grew up in a system in the U.S. where you better, you better be able to show the paper trail. Why don't we show some of the paper trail to what happens in your bank account and where you getting money from? I bet you it's not going to happen. Too many questions would be asked about it. Do yourselves a favor and please ensure that your own house is in order before you start to obsess about other people and worry about what other people are doing. That would be in your best bet. <sighs> Johan, I love Auntie Sandy forever. Real talk, Chris and I didn't get it too bad in comparison to today's epic meltdown. Uh, where my friend has gone super ham. Jason, good morning, cuz. He says, I said it from a long time ago, Anna, gave that fool too much time of the day from the start, and now look what we created. I mean, honestly, um, I, I couldn't really have seen it coming. I mean, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was genuine and sincere why, when I invited him in on the program because I really had some questions. Yeah? Lucille says, Custner, Walla, them rascalot. Sandy, uh, uh, what? I want to come, K-Man, to live, and they can cuss me too to hell with them, fuck them all. Good for you, Miss Lucille. You tell them. And it's so crazy because if we were such a horrible place to live, trust me, we wouldn't have every American Airways flight and British Airways flight coming here full of them to begin with. But yet you won't come here and tell us all, all of what <clears throat> is wrong with us. We know what's wrong, sir. Huh? We know what's wrong. We, we're very, very cognizant of it. 
This person said she should be on a sex offenders list. Didn't she rape off Gary's young son and got pregnant for him after leaving her husband, Ray McLaughlin? Leaving the um, little boy's poor mother, Miss Lisa, so heartbroken for her baby um, that this bitch blight her, her life. Hmm? Wow. No, sir. No, sir. This is where it's at. Oh, another person messaged me today. Hi, Miss Sandra. My name is so-and-so. Can I ask? Um, I have a problem <clears throat> this long time already. I depend on the police to help me. But until now, nothing has happened. You see? Every single day. Pay attention, Shay. I get those kind of messages and I help people. Pay attention, William. Y'all want to be problem solvers? How about I give you my phone for a day and you help the people who need phone cards, who need to feed their children, who need to eat. The people who are not getting away with the police and need me to intervene. Hmm? How about you call out the politicians publicly for all the bullshit that they be carrying on with? To the point where they're running to, oh, please go talk to Sandy. Tell her don't call my name on the radio because it wasn't really me trying to pull the government apart. Are you sure? Because I know what my sources are. My source is solid. No, no, Sandy, that wasn't me. You know? I just trying to help the people that came out and stop your fucking lying. You're not helping nobody but yourself. And if we get helped indirectly, woo, party, good for us. No one has called out the people of this country from all walks of life, rich, poor, white, black, Caymanians, non-Caymanians more than me. And so, yes, I take particular insult to when you want to try to persuade people that I am in the back pockets of some special interest groups. Honey child, nobody has time for that. You need to get your life and your story and your situation together. Be a part of the solution. Start with that. Then you can try and roll up on people. Until then, please go take several seats. Hmm? Jason said, have you ever heard of a Cayman school or church being shot up? The nerve of this man. Listen, the violence that they have in America, that's where he needs to be concerned about. He's more likely to get killed in America than anybody here even sending him a threatening text. That's the reality that, that you live with, William. Let's be honest. Hmm? There are those of us who have, have lived in America. We know the real score. All right? We know exactly what's going on over there. So, so I unfortunately do not know what it is that you're talking about. Good luck to you. You need to move on. You've got Shay in your corner. So invite her to come and be on your platform. And the first question that you need to ask her is why is it that she doesn't pay her workers? Since you're so concerned about the rights of, you know, people in this country and landlords and tenancies and people taking advantage of, start with Shay McLaughlin. Ask her to stop taking advantage of people and pay what's legally owed theirs, pension, insurance, and salary. That's where you can start. Okay? Because not everybody that approaches you, and not everybody who's in one of these 
so-called groups trying to pretend to be something that they're not. They're not fooling anyone, first and foremost. And secondly, just because they got mout don't mean that they have any moral standards. It doesn't mean that they do the right thing by their workers. It doesn't mean that they're honest people or anything else. So let's be very, very clear, William. You see, this is exactly the problem. You're not even a come, you're not even a Johnny. Come lately, I don't know how to describe you. But you think everybody who's telling you something knows what they're talking about and that everybody is, is sincere and so on. Once again, that's what happens when you only come to the Cayman Islands for three days. You don't actually have a clue as to what is going on in this country. And so you should do yourself a favor. Stick with where you are in your own country and resolve the problems over there. Or she, if she only know the things that people saying about her, that even, even during this turned up episode, I will not say publicly. Girl, you not nobody special to be trying to come at anybody else. Do yourself a favor and just go relax and stay in your little corner. All right. Emmanuel people. I'm sorry I had to turn up a little bit today. I really had no intentions of doing so. I got to be honest with you. I was going to just head out to my meeting and behave myself. But it wasn't in the cards. Not at all. And so, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, the after, um, no man, he got plenty of videos. I've been getting so many of them. I second tired him. Um, the after after show, not for everybody. If you don't like it, oh, I forgot to play her voice note. Oh, Lord have mercy. Let's let's finish because once I'm done with her, I'm done. Let's hear her little voice note now. Let's hear what she had to say. Let's see. Let me mm -hmm. explain to you guys what the copyright law does. If anybody screenshots or forwards anybody's information stating that she, we have said these things, and she uses this on her platform or any other type of way, the copyright law can have us sue her, even indirectly sue her for the information used. Because once it's placed on the clause, and this group understands that clause, that means that we can sue her, and anyone else who forwards messages to her or any other media house can be sued. Anyone who doesn't want that copyright law is just a mole within the system, and those people shouldn't be here in the first place. And as far as I'm concerned, if any of you have that motive anyway, kindly remove yourself from this group chat. This is not about you. Let me God, she's so stupid. The copyright law does. If anybody she's so stupid. Or so she's saying that, that you can't screenshot messages in a group and share them because that runs afoul of the copyright law? Wow. Girl, I did not know that you were that stupid. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought you had more sense than that. Well, you have just proven to me that you are as dumb as they come. What? Say who? Copyright legislation. I mean, there's other things that you might have, you'd be pulling. It's not make no damn sense. I was trying to think. Maybe she could have used something else. But the copyright law? 
A conversation can be copyrighted. Girl, what the fuck did you just say? You are dumb. And anybody who listened to that voice note is and believed anything you said is dumber than you. That is the best you got. Oh, there's a copyright law that will protect you if you screenshot this. I can sue her. Shane McLaughlin, do me a favor today. Go to your lawyer with a copy copy of the copyright law in your hands. Tell him you want to sue Sandy Hill. Hold on. Let me pull up the screenshots again because I shared your screenshots from this conversation. See her? You, William, JJ, all get your little coins together. Go find your lawyer and tell them that you want to sue me. Okay? For copyright. Because that makes so much fucking sense. Girl, you need a boot upside your behind. Leroy said he won't hear it again. Hold on, Leroy. Because I can't believe how stupid she is. Let's hear it again. Hold on. And she uses this on her platform. Hold, hold on. Let me see if I can restart it. All right. Let me explain to you guys what the copyright law does. Explain to you what the copyright law does. Or forwards anybody's information stating that she, we have said these things. And she uses this on her platform or any other type of way. The copyright law can have a sue her. Even indirectly sue her for the information. Indirectly sue her. Once it's on the clause and this. How you having can indirectly sue somebody? That means that we can sue her, and anyone else who forwards messages to her or any other media house can be sued. <laughs> anyone who doesn't want that copyright law is just a mole within the system, <laughs> and those people shouldn't be here in the first place. And as far as I'm concerned, if any of you have that oh, motive anyway, kindly remove yourself from this group chat. This is not about you. Aliana said, can I sue her for a ball of Hennessy? Lord knows I need it. No, sir. Now that is dumb. You see how people can expose their hands and how stupid they are? But yet she wants you to listen to me, but oh, uh, special interest. Listen to her? Listen, do yourself a favor and just keep your mouth shut, girl. That is the dumbest thing. Where's, where's Zeus? Zeus, come here. Come here, Bobo. Come here. Come here, Papa. Oh, my little sweet Zeus. Come here. He's so lazy. Come here. Oh, my goodness. My little Zeus knows better than that. Tell, tell the good people. Say hello. Said even to me, no better than that. And I don't read no books. And I don't know nothing about nothing. But even, how can you indirectly sue somebody? You ever heard of such nonsense in your life? You're either going to sue them or not. When you sue them, you have to put their name on it. <laughs> Woo! This is where it's at. Well, let's end the show on a good laugh because if that don't give you a laugh and shows you how stupid our people are and how petty they are, I don't know what will, honey chill. No, sir. Zeus, why you making this foolishness? How can these people be so shilly? My little sweet man. Oh, my little sweet patootie. Boy, Zeus don't know what be going on. He's like, listen, I'm just here for the food and the good toys and all the loving from my mama and the whole family. Lord Jesus. Leroy says, stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> Woo! Mm-mm. Y'all have a good day. That's all I can tell you now because, boy, this is where it's at. Copywriting law. Well, we're going to share it on social media because clearly we want to be sued. <laughs> I want to see that copyright lawsuit. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. My God. 
Lord Jehovah. Mm-mm. I don't know what to say. Anyway, folks, please have yourselves a good weekend. Be safe on the roadways. And um, what can I say? Another day in paradise, y'all. Another day in paradise. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cold Hard Truth on Bobo 89.1 FM. Cayman's number one talk show is live weekdays from 7.30 a.m. Never miss an episode again. Watch anytime on CMR's Facebook and YouTube channels for the latest show episodes. Don't forget to follow us online on our social media channels and visit CaymanMarlRoad.com for all the latest news and community happenings. 